0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: So what's, what's going on? We're, we're ripping on Mike about a diet.
0: Yeah, I stopped drinking. <laughs> I'm
2: not going to be drinking for a while
3: the the morning the, the morning radio life catching back up with you, Mike.
2: It's always happens. Like I don't get enough sleep, and I'm doing way too much, and then I'm starting to drink too much, and and you know eating more crap than usual. Usually, yeah. when I eat like crap, it's spread out, you know, over a few days. But now it was like every day. I think the Worcester hot dog safari <laughs> put me over the edge. I was
3: just about to bring up the Worcester hot dog safari. There. Yeah, <laughs> I was eating
2: like. It's been Two to three friggin' killer dogs <laughs> Jesus. every day for a week. And that's what really, yeah, you know, Sunday morning I woke up after going to see the Dropkick Murphys <laughs> and getting shit-faced <laughs> and being like, okay, uh, my body's telling me to fuck off right now. So I got I to gotta slow down. Reel it in. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I'm,
3: a, I'm dieting a little.
2: Like- sure you are.
3: I am. I really am. I'm down. By, to-
2: what? By drinking hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah, that's is that what, what it is. Switch to
3: seltzers and like,
2: uh,
3: <laughs> uh, mick ultras.
2: Oh Jesus! Really?
3: Yeah. I don't know how you can quit drinking during this album.
2: Right. <laughs> this album made me stop drinking. There's a ton of songs about being an alcoholic on here. Well, not a ton. There's a few. Yeah. Which is fitting, but it's so it's kind of fitting that we do this album. This album has a theme, Russ, and that theme is like choosing the right path, and I'm trying to do that right now.
1: See, look, Chrome Dreams did inspire you.
2: Yeah, Chrome
3: Dreams 2, Russ. It's Chrome the Dreams too. To Chrome Dreams,
1: right? Luke, don't you mean Chrome Deans? It's. Uh,
3: I wrote that. It's on labeled
1: page. two for a
2: reason, I think.
3: Um, I know we'll get into it a bunch. <clears throat> this podcast but i do want to say before we say anything else what a tragedy it is that we spent one week listening to uh albums like after the gold rush and uh zuma and some Mm -hmm. of these amazing albums and we took three weeks between episodes which means i was stuck with chrome dreams 2 for three weeks it's an absolute tragedy. And I know I'm on an island. I, I didn't know that until, uh, Mike, you posted the album on Facebook. And people apparently love Ordinary People. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, they think that's, like, one of the greatest songs ever. We'll get to that when we talk about social media. It's, it's amazing. but I, I mean, it's pretty a, good. But it's, I can't
3: hate a song more than I hate that song. I won't lie to you. Yeah, I
2: know. you really do not like that tune at all. And you I mean, have that been- was the reason why this album was out. It's because he wanted to release this song.
3: And it was supposed to We'll talk about it, it was, You know what Let's hit the theme
4: song Because we got to get into this
2: Okay All right
5: This is our Neil Young podcast Where we mostly talk out of our ass While going through the works of Mr. Young It's Mike Shue Stanley noise we're gonna sit and listen to each one it's long
2: may you young welcome to long may you young the uh, only neil young podcast here on the uh, pantheon podcast network and as far as we know throughout the world until those dudes up in quebec get their act together uh, my name walk. is mike shu Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in along with uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the Bandtown meeting. We talk about Neil Young, and uh, we're trying to go through all of his uh, recorded music uh, in order of release. And that includes all the reissue stuff, and then we throw in some movies here and there, and we have some special guests, but this episode is Chrome Dreams 2, the album that is a sequel to nothing. Yes. Pretty much. (laughs) I think someone on the on the longman facebook page put it best it's like um neil let me try to bring it up here oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah uh let me see it's it's a lot of people have commented on it so far it's but sad. having it here, it's Shane Black. Having a sequel to an album that never existed is one of the most Neil things that yeah. ever happened. It's it's
1: this is. album is chock full of FNM moments. Yeah. Oh, very, yeah.
2: Very fucking Neil, man. I mean, no, I you like positive. birds and trains. You like birds and
1: trains this and, is and, the dirt, album and dirty for you. old <laughs> men.
2: That's right.
3: <laughs> That's right. Isn't is is, yeah. that what he calls him and Ben and uh, Ralph and I always forget his name. who plays Oh, uh, Rick who plays bass, he Rick calls Roses. them the dirty, the dirty Old Men. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the Dirty can...
2: Old Men Choir Singers or something on, like that. Here.
3: Uh, yeah, Larry Craig, Ben Keith, Ralph Molina, Rick Roses, and Neil Young are the Dirty Old Men Background Singers.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I wrote down how many different names he has for all the different groups of people that are doing stuff in this. It's pretty funny. Yeah,
2: a, a collection of the the usual core people. It's kind of like... Half Crazy Horse, uh, half Stray, not really Stray Gators, but half like Ben Keith crew, I like to call them, because they were on yeah. Prairie Wind, and what else were they on? Were they on Silver and Gold, too? Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh,
1: They've been on a ton of stuff.
2: Yeah, but um, it's it's got kind of a Crazy Horse vibe to some of it, but only as much as Ralphie Molina can make it. Yeah, right. Who is the the drummer on on most of this? And it's got one really long song.
4: It's got two really long, two two well, really
1: long songs.
2: Right, one that Russ, I mean Luke, really hates. Yeah, and, and one uh, that Russ really loves. Yeah,
1: I.
3: Wait, you really love Ordinary People, Russ?
1: No, I'm saying the other long song.
3: Oh, all right, okay, that's fine. Because I don't. That's I. I like. I don't mind that song, but Ordinary People. It might. I've okay. I'll put it this way, Mike. I've never longed for landing on water more during an album listen than getting through this one.
1: And wow! I, well, I'm um, not. I, I'm not going to be going out on a limb by saying this that you guys probably won't agree with me on my opinions of this record.
3: And I'm. I. I don't think you guys will agree with me. And it also didn't help that every uh, group text we sent Mike would write ordinary people,
2: uh ground uh, people, hot dog people, people. Disc- Las Vegas people. people. Mm-hmm. going you know, sober people that's right
3: hot dog eating people
2: <laughs> alcoholic people
3: bird on
1: train people right oh my god hard, Mike, what, hard I def- liver people i'm definitely not gonna bust your chops for that i think that's great man and yeah uh, i gotta do it every now and then yeah uh, you know i Get a little reset
2: you yeah know, booze weed you know, no weed, everything. No weed either, really? Yeah. And sugar, you know, sugar is the, the big one for me, yeah, man. So I got to, I got to lay off the, the beer and the, yeah. and the wine and the booze for a little while too, You're not giving
1: so. up birds,
4: are you?
2: No, no. I'm, I'm actually, my birding will, will probably have an uptick. I'll be out there <laughs> yeah, in the blind. His, his bird you know? watching is going to have a climb. Yeah. I'll anything. be out there in the blind looking for the the red headed peckerwood and the, the gold breasted booby and Whatever else fucking birds there are in the New England area. It sounds like are all the kind, all the kinds of birds.
3: You, it sounds like all the kind of birds you can see in uh, Old Silvergold's backyard. It, right. also, it
1: also sounds like insults that Doctor Smith would throw at the robot. <laughs> <laughs> you gold-headed booby. <laughs> oh, I, like, I feel like maybe six people will get that right. You double, <laughs> I don't you know. Double-breasted we, finch. I think our audience is pretty. Our, cool people yeah, our, our people yeah. of a certain age group will yeah our people of a certain age group yeah which is funny because i'm 30 but my right. dad ra- my dad raised me on right lost exactly school. you saw some good
2: after school television yeah like for i did sure. brady yeah. bunch and the monkeys and stuff like that
3: lost in space and the rifleman <laughs> is that what you meant <laughs>
2: yeah was that chuck connors the chicken yeah. fucker? yeah <laughs> was Wait, he hold on wait yeah, he, hold he on a second birds too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're telling me they ran a train on a bird?
2: Yeah, that's right. Two
1: two of the best things ever, Neil. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I mean, I'm excited to be to be back at it, boys. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Last time I was fucking dead, so it's I nice. Know, to, a lot of people uh, wish you well on it's, on Reddit. Thank you. I'm all better now. I, stuff. I I'm uh, not that it's anyone's business. It wasn't COVID or anything. I'm vaccinated, but I just had like a fucking I don't know, like some kind of you know, whatever, like a fucking bug, you know, it just came through.
2: You know what? It's like a lot of people don't realize people can still get sick with other things during COVID. Like, yeah, you can still get the flu and you can still get strep throat and, you know, you can still get hay fever and allergies and shit like that. But God damn, if you fucking sneeze in the middle yeah. of a supermarket, not wearing a mask. Jesus Christ. It's just, yeah. it,
3: it's just that scene from Monsters, Inc., the 2319 scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, though, we should uh, – why don't we have a segment on this podcast called Neil Young News? Because we should, Right. Probably. I guess we
1: should. Yeah. There's probably a lot of things we should do. Right. <laughs> to be more but professional. You know what? Yeah. Let's
3: let's start it right
1: now. You know, like, like have a podcast every week instead of like every four and a half. <laughs> yeah, relax. I don't um, care. I'm I don't I'm fine. I don't I don't care. Uh, I'm only saying that because I'm Go ahead, like, Luke. Do your segment then.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Well I just thought of uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: trying to kill time and it's let's go, guys <laughs> smiley. Let's get I some. news. Thought,
4: no, I just thought
1: of some music. Let's go, let's go, Mr. I'm kind of on a diet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dieting
1: a little. Yeah. I'm drinking
2: hard seltzer. <laughs> he
1: says through heavy breaths. <laughs> I'm on a diet too, Shoe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking <laughs> asshole. All right. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. i on
1: the fried chicken and not the chicken. Yeah. That's where the fat is. No, Luke has lost some weight. Luke's I lost like good. 20
3: pounds. I'm doing all right. Um, all right.
1: Really? 20?
3: Yeah. Well, like 17. But I'm getting my goal really? is 20. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? I started at okay. 219. I'm down to all 203. Right.
2: That's my goal. What do you want? I got to get down to, I get down to 190. Why I not? haven't been under 200 pounds since 1993,
1: wow, yeah. I think. You went, know, so- I, do you know I weigh 200 pounds, Hugh? You weigh exactly 200? Glass yeah, but effect, that, yeah.
3: that's all his guns, though.
1: That's, that's right. Guns. That's all
2: bicep. That's 100 pounds of biceps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I haven't done a gun check in a while. Uh,
1: um, I'm, I got a belly, man. I got I got a belly too, though. I got some rolls.
2: Right.
3: Let's do some Neil Young news. I'll play some background music. To and does someone want to want to do a quick intro to like Neil Young news? Just wanna, sure. Like okay. All right. Ready? Here we sure. go.
1: Hold on, let me... Here I'll try it. Let me try
3: it. Russ, you want to try it? Yeah. All right, here we go. Ready? Once you hear the music, just start rolling.
5: Welcome to Neil Young news.
1: Why is it skipping? Is no, it you, skipping? Gotta,
2: you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do that.
1: Yeah, it was skipping. Welcome to Neil Young. More. More. <laughs> no, I think she's All
2: right, here we go. Why, well, I like that, Russ. You got it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta say with like the action Neil Young news team. <laughs> oh, I just wanted, I just went full computer. Oh, okay. Right. Jacket. This is what All happens right. when we try All to right.
3: do any kind of production on our podcast. Right? right?
2: <laughs> this is why we don't do Neil Young news. That's because it just fails miserably.
3: All right, here we go. Neil Young News, take two.
1: And now, the newest segment from Long May You Dung, it's Neil Young News with your host, The Luke Man. <laughs> what do you got for us, Lukey? All
4: right, All right.
3: let's get into some Neil Young news uh and this news involves uh the the state of connecticut (laughs) i
1: love i wish i wish people could see the video because it's just luke's face lighting up like the screen the screen lights up his face you can tell he's trying to get to his his switch over to the next tab as fast as possible while trying to kill time and also sound like he's Lawless,
3: you know what, Russ? You're a you, you really ruined the fourth wall. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Neil Young news are the newest. This segment that only took us a year and a half to figure out that we should talk about what Neil Young's doing today. Uh, Neil Young cancels farm aid performance due to COVID 19 concerns. Yeah, uh, Neil Young is a farm aid bo- boy? <laughs> board mm. member, has previously performed at each installment of the event. Uh, and he says, I find myself wondering whether Farm Aid will be safe for everyone with the COVID, COVID pandemic surging. I worry about that, Neil wrote in a post on neilyoungarchives.com, detailing his decision. I don't want to let anyone down, but I still can't shake the feeling that it might not be safe for everyone. I worry about audiences coming together in these times. All you people who can't, who can't go to a concert because you still don't feel safe, I stand with you, Young added. I don't want... You to see me playing and think it's safe. I don't want to play until you feel safe, and it is indeed safe. My soul tells me it would be wrong to risk having anyone die because they wanted to hear music and be with friends. The sold-out concert will proceed with Neil's fellow board members, Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Dave Matthews, and Marco Price, uh, among those on the lineup. And then Neil says, Well, I respect Willie, John, and Dave's decisions to stick with it and play. I am not of the same mind, Young noted. It is a tough call.
2: And that yeah. is and fuck margot price right because he he doesn't doesn't even mention her that's cool if willie and john and dave play but margot price playing
3: and margot's (laughs) a huge neil
2: fan margot
3: loves (laughs) neil she wants to be neil she said Mm -hmm. um and i got just so everyone knows i got that from jambase uh so i interesting do you think neil's afraid of covid or he just hates connecticut should we, Wait, um, is this? Is no, the,
1: are you going to keep the hard list. luck stories going the whole time that we talk yeah, about this? Because we're going to get sued pretty soon. Right, and, I'm gonna sued pretty soon. Right, and I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> story. All right. All right.
3: Great fine. video, though. Great right, video. Turned, it is, turned, it is it. a good
1: video. I turned it, it off. Good.
3: Let's talk about it.
2: Neil uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't
1: make
2: never some of
1: his. Yeah. Welcome back,
2: folks. Fuck you, Danny um Because he did some of his best work in Connecticut. First, there's something about Connecticut that inspired Shout out to theater. John Locke. It's yeah, exactly. It's like people that play like the meadows, you know, down yes. near Hartford always have a good performance or people that have always played the Hartford Civic Center for some reason. It's always been like a like they've taken a lot of recordings from the Connecticut area and he just recently released uh, what is it, Young Shakespeare, which was at the Shakespeare Theater That's in true. Stratton, Connecticut. I think mm-hmm. Neil's just—he doesn't think—he um, thinks that there's going to be another resurgence, and there is. There's a lot of, as yeah. far as musical acts, there's a lot of people canceling. I mean, Garth Brooks just canceled his tour, yeah, or postponed it, and that's about as big as you can get. I mean, those Act are like, we're talking about stadiums, and he was just like, yeah, and like I don't someone want to who be responsible. Leans for
1: this. right too,
2: which is—I
3: don't think Garth leans right. Does he? Yeah, he does. Russ, can you turn your mic volume down a tiny bit?
2: Sure. Uh, I don't think I don't think it has. You know, Garth Brooks isn't as right as say that asshole Toby Keith or right. You know, or Lee Greenwood or whatever. But um, at that level, when they're starting with like a lot of people will see. Well, that. Well, maybe
1: maybe his fans definitely probably. I don't know. Sure. Knows? Yeah. I, I it mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. He's someone The that thing is, it should it, it shouldn't matter. But it does, unfortunately. Well, it's I don't
2: like, think he's doing it out of, for political reasons, no, I mean, no. he wouldn't have, he no, wouldn't have booked not. the whole tour. And I, I think that when Garth Brooks, someone like Garth Brooks does that other bands, other artists are going to see that and go, well, if Garth's doing yeah. it, maybe we should do it too. And there've been a lot of postponements and cancellations at yeah. artists at all levels. It sucks. So, it's, you know. it
3: just sucks. It's like one of those things where you're, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't know. I, I have, I have, I bought tickets to so many shows in September. And I'm so scared they're all going to get canceled. And i am been vaxxed since March. I'll get that booster. I'll get fucking 20 boosters. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking boost me up. I want my guns to look like Russ. But I just... Uh, it just... I don't know. It just sucks. It feels like...
1: Well, I think what a lot of people are doing is saying... Like a lot of bands, even at our level, are saying... to the Putting it to the venue and saying, Hey... You should have. You need to change your things so that only people who are vaccinated or have a negative test have a negative test can go to shows, including the band members or whatever. Which it seems like that's going to be happening. Um,
3: I have no problem with that. I have no I problem know. with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, things, live, the whole live, thing uh, sucks. It's it's it all sucks. Everybody, Live Nation's
2: it sucks. doing that. I mean, yep. that's pretty huge. Who's the that's other very big huge. one? Is yeah. it AEG? They're doing that too. Yeah, I think
3: AEG is. And then and then so bands you're talking are-
2: about the majority of tours in north america they're requiring you to be vaccinated
3: but then here's here's the thing that that's frustrating is it's that's great for fucking meadowlands and fucking these huge stadiums and even like house of blues size shows but your smaller venues who got hit the hardest Mm -hmm. and the ones that especially the ones that survived the fucking past year and a half now people are putting pressure on them and they don't have the manpower to enforce something like that. Like we reached out to some of the venues we're playing and they're not, they're not these huge stadiums. And we said, you know, we're, we're just wondering what your COVID policy is. We want to make sure our shows are safe. And they're like, we would love to enforce it, but we, we can't, we, we don't have the manpower. We can't have someone at the fucking check-in and, and, and all this shit. It's just like, and then those, and then that gets demonized. And it's just a whole thing where people just, it's tricky because you like we safety is is important to me of course you know I want everyone in my band to be safe I want everyone at our shows to be safe but it's it it doesn't help the demonizing of of everyone just wants to get everyone and I think that frustrates me a lot so I don't know I can allow you know me. the
2: the the real question I think is why why isn't town meeting playing stadiums that's bullshit i agree with you why aren't you guys playing the meadowlands it's or the Petco to step up. park or you know yeah i agree i mean there are, there's made a made stadium there's why a why demand are you guys for playing there
1: yeah if more youngsters like john locke joined our patreon then maybe we'd get a step further think so there's thank you a couple you.
4: of youngsters on our patreon
1: is there i
3: don't know
4: probably i mean i know,
3: I know there's
1: John just, Law, say, just say it just throw it out there yeah there you know.
2: that's basically what this whole podcast is about we're just making shit up as we <laughs> go along about
1: neil young yeah mike yeah. where have
3: you been that's that's the basis i know of right what we do here
1: um well i i mean i apologize to any folks who are tired of hearing about covid shit but it was a Neil Young thing, so there's our, our new segment. Not everyone will be about COVID, hopefully, but... Hold
4: on, this new segment Wow, the over.
1: Neil
2: Young news is just like the real news. It's fucking depressing.
3: No, it's not entirely depressing because in other Neil Young news, audio of Cowgirl in the Sand from the forthcoming Carnegie Hall 1970 live album has been shared. Carnegie Hall 1970 is the first installment in the Neil Young Archives bootleg series. A description of the series reads, over Neil Young's long and storied career, a few special shows have earned an almost mythic reputation thanks to the dubious but nevertheless appreciated, in retrospect, practice of bootlegging. Carnegie Hall 1970 arrives via shaky picture records slash reprise records on October 1st.
2: I heard that. It sounds really good. I love uh, acoustic versions of Cowgirl in the Sand. Uh, I'm just wondering why he's, he's releasing like yet another acoustic album from that time period, if not that same tour, like Young Shakespeare and Massey right. Hall. And I mean, don't we? I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see more stuff from like mid '70s Crazy Horse.
3: Yeah, I was happy that this came out because it was uh, something to listen to besides Chrome Dreams too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, uh, Neil. I apologize. Right. If this is your first episode, Neil, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm allowed my taste. If you want to listen to is Town Meeting, this... shit on any songs that you want. I've, I've no, I'll be honored for you to shit on my songs. Chroma Dreams Two. As of right now, it's be, it's below landing on water. It's. Below I was going to ask,
2: is this your landing on water?
3: This is my landing on water. It is. Wow. I'm sorry. It was a, and I think part of it is it just like, you know, it doesn't help the fucking. State of the world right now, and I just really needed to pick me up. And instead, it doesn't got, help
2: the state of the world right now. It <laughs> came out like 13 years I'm ago. Sa-
3: no, what I'm saying is it doesn't help <laughs> this the state of the world right now. The way things are, the shitty like the right. heavy shittiness. It didn't help my appreciation of this album. And appa- again, I, I you know I looked up reviews on this. I am apparently on an island, people. This was like number eleven on on Billboard the year it came out. This album. Well,
2: that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean means it's good, no, right?
3: Billboard is law. Everyone. Knows well, that. Mm,
2: nothing uh, bad sure. ever makes
3: it to Billboard, Mike.
2: Yo, you're, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Can can we do a little social media here?
3: Yeah, uh, Neil Young
2: uh, news. Are you is, done with the Neil Young news? Over. I'm sorry. And now to sports with Champ.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Neil Young News. To you, shoe for social media seconds. And you stay classy,
2: youngsters. All right. Uh, I love this, this uh, Joel desmarais scene when we posted the album on Facebook. I have, this is kind of like you, Luke. Maybe not as, I don't know, not as, uh, not as aggressive. I have mixed feelings. The big songs are fantastic, but there are some fillers. Love the energy and spirit road and Dirty Old Man. No Hidden Path is a beautiful song about losing friends. And getting old but still keeping going ordinary people feels out of place on this one thank you joel and the song is incredible
4: <laughs> oh no thank you but i you, think joel. the
2: gap between recording and releasing <laughs> it is too long this really isn't the same neil than in 1988 it probably would fit better for freedom or this notes for you well we'll talk about that because i think he actually recorded that for this notes for you um
4: ordinary, ordinary people pe-
2: yeah yeah
3: i heard he recorded it for freedom
2: uh, it was recorded with the blue notes okay. during those sessions. And uh, he decided to keep it off uh, this notes for you because probably it was 18 fucking minutes long, you know, and he didn't want to make another double album.
3: I think he so. was trying to kill David Geffen.
2: I you think, think that, that's
3: it? I think that he was, he's like, I'm so close. If I can put this 18-minute song out, I'll, that'll be it. he will be done. Right. I don't have to worry about it anymore.
2: I finally watched making David Geffen. Didn't you say, didn't you say you saw that or was it you Russ? No,
4: I I didn't see see that. Okay.
2: Someone, someone else may have suggested it. It's really, it's, they handle the whole Neil Young thing very well. Like David Geffen owns it. He says, I fucked up. You know, I, I wasn't thinking rationally. I was angry at Neil. You know, I was embarrassed. My ego was hurt. And uh, you know, he goes, I dropped the lawsuit. I, I apologize to Neil. And, you know, they had Neil going on. They were suing me for not being me. I mean, that's crazy. But he's, he had, like, a lot of love for David Geffen and yeah. a lot of respect for David Geffen. And yeah. David Geffen was a pretty badass dude. I mean, he fought for his artists.
3: What is this on? This,
2: this is on... Um, uh, oh, crud. I think it was on Netflix?
3: Okay, because I definitely Maybe, watch
2: Netflix this. or Amazon, one right. of those. But yeah, it's well worth it. They talk about Crosby Stills and Nash and, and Joni Mitchell and oh nice and just how how like vicious David Geffen was for his artists. There's a lot of uh, Elliot Roberts. Oh, awesome. In in this and um,
3: yeah, I definitely want to watch it.
2: Yeah, it's really good. Well, worth checking just, out if you're it, a Neil fan.
3: It's not just the Wish version of that Rick Rubin Paul McCartney doc that came out.
2: The Wish version.
3: <laughs> you never heard that? Like the Wish version of shit.
1: No. Whatever. Whatever. Did you no. not like the McCartney one two three? No,
3: I haven't seen it yet.
1: No, he hates the Beatles, Russ. No, I don't hate the I Beatles. I think that was
2: established. He He's hates Ringo a- Starr. He thinks no. Ringo Starr is, is is the worst person on the planet.
3: I'm not on the planet. I mean Nico Bolas, maybe.
2: Shoot. <laughs> give, oh, hey, shoot, give him a break. He's on a diet. that's true. He's a little hangry. I understand. (laughs) So am I. Fuck you guys. I really like some scotch right now. Yeah, I'm I'm on a diet. I'm only
3: eating food that grows in an octopus's garden.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. Didn't Ringo sing that one? One of their best tunes. Boo. Ordinary People, Matt Devlin says, is top five Neil. So good. I enjoy the entire album. Catchy songs and great playing for some of Neil's regulars. What's not to love? Well, there's some things we'll let you know about, Matt. Yep. Um, Ordinary sure people is one of my favorite Neil songs. Durham right
3: What the fuck is going on with people, especially these youngsters?
2: <laughs> Ken Smith has the best post. Did we ever read this? Not great, but Neil leads off with a bird song, which always bodes well for a great <laughs> Long you
1: Young podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the Facebook.
1: Luke, if you don't put right bird there. sounds in behind that right there, then you're a goddamn put- <laughs> fool. No, I can't
2: do that. <laughs> There are there's a lot of birds on this record. I do a lot my of birds bird. and a lot of trains. I
3: do my bird watching from my Ford Arrowstar.
1: <laughs> I know, uh, right? Oh God! I wonder if people are going to know that that was me doing those sounds. Well, now I think they, they will. will. Yeah, that'll, fourth, that'll if they didn't, that'll do it. That's fourth wall breaker, dangerous. Russ. <laughs> He's here.
2: Well, let's let's um. Are we done with social media? Do we have anything else on uh,
1: Instagram I do, or? I,
3: I do want to just give a quick shout out to, uh,
4: hold on. Uh, let me pull this up. I here. mean,
1: I had some more love on Instagram for ordinary people. Somehow. Did, you, did you seriously? <laughs> yes. People love that tune, Luke. What Alec, the fuck? Yeah. Alec Holland, who's a, who's a longtime youngster, uh, messaged us. Uh Ordinary People is easily one of the standout tracks from Chrome Dreams 2, though the live version on Blue Note's Cafe blows out of the water. But check this shit out. The whole band crushes and the audience is killer. There's absolutely no reason for this song to be as long as it is, but Neil rips shit through it nevertheless, which I do agree that he rips shit through it. Um
3: on ordinary people or the whole album is what they're saying.
1: Uh ordinary people. Um and then and then Alex sent us a video <laughs> from nineteen eighty eight. Luke Darien Lake. How about that?
3: Hey. A little Kingdom Bound. I know. Kingdom I was, bound.
1: I was just at Six Flags too. Not Daring Lake, Six Flags, but Nice. Did you yeah. ride the Superman? Of course, three times. Got flash passes.
3: Hell yeah, dude. Roller that's coasters awesome. rule. Um no, I just wanted to give a little bit Wait, of Wait Shu, are
1: you a
2: coaster dog? I love roller coasters. I hate amusement parks. I, I mean, mean there's yeah, a dilemma. A good, it's a like take. I love the Grateful Dead, but I hate deadheads. So <laughs> Those I don't are know both what to do, those you know. are both
1: fair points, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know what I'm, I'm I know conflicted. Uh,
2: I know
3: how you feel cause I love this podcast, but I fucking hate both of you.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, <it> makes sense.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm on the same boat, Luke, yeah. uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to August Carl. Uh, he
1: wouldn't say the same boat though <laughs> come on,
3: I'm, I'm on the come same on.
2: Co- caboose.
1: I'm on the same evening
2: coconut, <laughs> yeah
3: um a uh, quick shout out to august carlson who on the neil young canadian posting facebook page which has become my favorite thing on the internet just wrote, has anyone let neil know that train sim world 2 is free on xbox right now <laughs> i saw that and then shane black and him went back and forth saying a lot of really nice stuff about us about our impressions and the things that make us laugh and basically saying i need one of the guys from long may you young to do a bit on neil playing this game <laughs>
4: Which I don't know <laughs> on the game. train Sims too <laughs> train Sims too yeah
1: Well it. if it's free on Xbox I'll go get it I'll play it and I'll I'll, I'll record a bit for us or
3: something <laughs> Do it you have to do it now. Russ said he's gonna do it and
1: So what train. I really like about this is that you can build the train from scratch.
3: <laughs> this isn't accurate at all.
1: No. <laughs> now normally a b4364 engine wouldn't have this kind of a firing piston.
3: Where the fuck is the bird?
1: <laughs> There's no birds. Could I at least insert a couple of birds to fly by the track?
3: Daryl, there's no fucking birds. (laughs) I don't know why he's just yelling to (laughs) Daryl. Whatever. I just want to know I want that to be a part of it. Daryl, they're talking about me and birds again on the podcast.
4: (laughs) I know,
1: honey.
3: (laughs) I don't know why that's making me (laughs)
1: laugh. You always yell to me about birds.
3: Yelling just an old Neil on a computer. Just yelling.
1: Daryl Hannah's just watching Splash.
3: <laughs> just watching Grumpy Old men Wondering why she took the role. I'm kidding. That's a great movie. Oh, all right. Sorry, Mike. This is
1: what we stooped to is talking about Neil Young's home life. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Daryl, they're talking about you now. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl's just upset because they blurred out her bottom on Disney Plus. That's they, such bullshit. Wait, I, I saw a that. Bullshit. I saw that in the
2: movie theaters, man. man and that, that's a beautiful
1: ass. Yeah, they should let that ass yeah, shine,
2: seriously. I mean, it's part of the, it's on. not like gratuitous. I mean, it's,
1: you know, Disney uh, Plus my ass. There's no there's hey, no ass. There's uh, no, Disney Plus no ass. It's a minus. <laughs> That's yeah. That's minus and that Disney plus minus. Disney. Yeah, Disney plus minus. <laughs> that costs ass. extra too
2: if you want to get the minus ass package.
3: Uh, Daryl, they're talking about your ass. Yeah, and the and
1: the, and the minus and the minus the, the 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 plus the ass package doesn't come with any package either. So it's right, not, there's it's no really All the packages a package. packages are blurred out. Right, yeah.
2: If you yeah, want,
3: if you like... want to see the ass, go to the Neil Young archives and subscribe right. to Ass
4: Frost level. <laughs>
1: Ask whether you want it or not. I just had to upgrade. Did you know that you can't listen to albums anymore unless you're on uh, Rust? Yeah.
2: I didn't yeah. know you told me that. But He's that's... squeezing us like Bezos. He yeah, learned man. a lot from Bezos. That's why he loves I did. Amazon. That's why I was going like to build Zoning, a man. Neil Young penis-shaped rocket. <laughs> A, bird so a okay. bird-shaped rocket. A bird-shaped rocket with Mother yeah. Nature's silver seed spouting out of the
1: front end. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, yeah.
3: that is stupid, though, Russ. Next, you're going to tell me that OnlyFans isn't going to allow nudity on their <laughs> website. <laughs>
1: yes,
2: apparently OnlyFans hates money. Seriously, what the fuck is up with that? That's so
1: weird. They said, "Well, that the hey, welcome are... to the Neil Young podcast, everyone, where we cover everything from COVID that you love you love to hear about, Dara, well, and OnlyFans on. well, and Daryl Hannah's ass." They're
3: blurring oh. your ass on OnlyFans. What
1: would Neil Young do on OnlyFans? <laughs> he wouldn't. He'd be on Only Trains.
4: Only Trains. Only, oh yeah,
2: he's gonna start his own. <laughs> I didn't like the the quality of the video or audio on OnlyFans, so I
1: started Only Trains. There's going to be a post on his social soon that just is like. So I heard that OnlyFans is is getting rid of explicit content. So I'm, you know what? In order to to fill that gap, I'm starting Only Trains. That's right. So I'll tell you what, we'll get some explicit train content up over there. You sign up for a monthly bill, you get a free uh, free uh, uh, subscription to to Neil Young Archives Rust, and you get to see my wife's ass. That's right.
2: There's a lot of. Trains going into tunnels on only trains for a low, low price of
1: forty nine ninety nine a month.
3: I used to I used to get together with uh, John, aka Nails, and write dumb comedy bits. That I don't think they
1: know each other, what, and I don't anywhere? think yeah, sorry, I don't think right. they know. I yeah, don't, I don't, think, know. They, I, I don't think either of them know either of the two dudes, one king guys. So, either, so, so.
3: Sorry, Russ, that I was the fourth wall breaker this time. I know that's exclusively your territory, but uh, I I wrote a little bit that I never made go anywhere but oh, it was pets. about a guy named daryl hannah and everyone getting mad <laughs> because his name was daryl hannah and then he's like no it's a guy's name it's normal for me to have this name you
1: <laughs> anyway, mean like daryl hammond
3: yeah there you go i don't think daryl hammond was around when we were yeah he was because he's way older all right let's talk about fucking chrome dreams
2: oh we're gonna talk too. about neil young now
3: yeah i guess okay we've only been listening to this fucking album for three weeks
2: well, uh, uh, Chrome Dreams, too, as we mentioned earlier, the sequel to an album that may or may not have existed, that's still up mm-hmm. in the air. There's a lot of people online who have created their own, I guess you could say, playing order for the original Chrome Dreams, which was supposed to come out in 1977, but he released, thankfully, released American Stars and Bars instead. So uh, good. But this was recorded at the, uh, at the Feel Good Garage. It was a a garage he built on the ranch specifically for his vast car collection and to work on Link Volt and all that stuff. He mentions it a lot in his book, Waging Heavy Peace. He writes a lot of the book, I guess, sitting in the feel-good garage.
1: I read some of that book.
2: I still haven't read Waging. I still haven't read it yet, and I've had it for a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, he brings back Nico Bolas on this one, one of the guys partially responsible for landing on water.
1: And for yeah. this note's for you and freedom. This notes for you.
2: Yeah, living that's right. More. Don't and, include uh, freedom in those, those, those other ones. Kind of uh, back to a patchwork style where it's like he took stuff, older stuff, like ordinary people that we've been mentioning and, uh, and various other things. Get
1: that fucking bird out of here. Yeah, is that a... Did you just insert that?
2: I
3: swear to God I'm not.
2: I swear to God oh,
3: wait, I'm not Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait a minute,
2: anything. wait a minute. Oh, that's outside my window. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: It's Neil. It's Neil. You remember Neil's in, in like Richie Rich? Hiding, yeah.
2: Blowing into a little, like a bird call. I'll
1: get that fucker. i my <laughs> wife's ass.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Luke, do you remember in the Richie Rich movie where they had the bee that they of controlled? Course. Of course. That's what Neil's got, except it's a bird.
3: Also, R- Richie Rich would <laughs> should be one of Mike's favorite movies because it involves a roller coaster without a theme park.
1: Mm. Oh,
2: that's my dream. There you go. To have a roller coaster with a theme park and have the Grateful Dead play just for me, no deadheads. <laughs> no dead Yeah, no deadheads. Dead
1: yeah. So you'd probably you'd probably like uh, Neverland now, Neverland yeah. Ranch now.
2: Yeah. It would be yeah. That would be my <laughs> ideal place, except without children too. No deadheads and no kids. <laughs> no kids. Yeah. No hippies. No no children.
1: <laughs> Aren't they the same thing? Sorry. Kinda.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking? About? Oh, yeah, so he's going back to kind of collecting old tunes and putting them together. Although, like I mentioned earlier, the theme to this... That bird is, is really fucking going for it's it, like dude. It's like
4: right there.
2: <laughs> it's probably living under my friggin' shingles, you know? <laughs> so um, living with, living rid with of birds. living with birds. from Under my shingles, give me a call.
1: Someone say they need to get rid of a bird. <laughs> Can
3: you see it, Mike? Is it a beautiful blue bird?
2: It, I wish it was. Seriously, I hope it's not living in my wall. That would suck big time.
1: Whoops! Jesus, Russ, I just started playing "Beautiful Bluebird." Well, don't do that yet. We'll get there. That's not even my job either.
3: No, and and, uh, did you see his whole quote on it, Mike? That he wrote about about uh, and he mentions ordinary people in it as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Is that where he said he wrote it on one of his yachts?
3: Uh No, I didn't see that. Oh, really?
2: That wasn't that one? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I thought he had said that he wrote ordinary people on one of his yachts, and I was going to go, "Oh okay, well, that makes sense, singing about the hard work and people <laughs> while I'm sailing to Maui, <laughs> right?
3: Drink-making <laughs> people.
2: Yeah, right. Oh, oh, no, you know what he or, – yeah, ordinary people is a big song that I think was written on an ocean voyage to Hawaii oh, aboard the W.N. Ragland. I knew I... I a Baltic I trader renamed after my grandfather when it was rebuilt in the 70s. Yeah, there's hard-working a pineapple people. people. That's right. Still's Yacht hating sailing people. people.
3: Still's hating people.
2: <laughs> Captain's hat wearing people.
3: I want to make love to you people. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Deck shoes, people. All right, this is going to have to be a drink game. Every time we make a joke about a blah, 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 people, you take a drink. Take a drink, people.
3: Football jersey wearing people.
1: Potato oh, looking people. Still, you look like a potato. I'm, just, I'm not sorry Should,
2: should we, um, this was the, um, if you think about it, this was his fourth release in 18 months at that time. Was it really? Yeah, not new stuff, mostly, but like oh. he had the two archive releases. Yeah, yeah. That you know, really so count. he had been cranking. This is like when he was really cranking out stuff, because shortly after this, it was Fork in the Road, I believe. Yes, it was. That came out, because I saw this tour. This you saw the, tour. the Chrome
3: Dreams tour?
2: I, I believe it was, because Wilco was opening, and he was playing brand new songs what? nobody heard before that were on Fork in the Road. Wow. So I'm pretty sure this was yeah 2007. That sounds like the tour. I've been
3: diving heavy into Wilco lately because I'm seeing them in September and because I needed to listen to anything else besides <laughs> this album. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, we'll it'll be over soon, Russ.
3: I I am Luke. I will <laughs> oh, sorry, say, Luke. Sorry. I will say a of lack of alcohol. I used to be Yankee Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Now I'm gonna say A Ghost Is Born is
2: the best Wilco album. It's so oh beautiful. really? Yeah. It's so.
3: Wow.
1: Beautiful. You know what's you know what's weird is the, you're talking about Wilco. Sorry, but I'm just thinking because I'm on the archives. When I go now to like go to Chrome Dreams too, it doesn't take me long to scroll down. We're we're like really getting up there. Yeah, I know.
2: Isn't it weird? Yeah, yeah. We're catching up. Maybe. Yeah. Depends. You might release like 12 more archive like releases in yeah. the next month. Should we archive talk about? People. Should we talk a little bit about Chrome Dreams? So people who maybe don't know what Chrome Dreams is, just to give a little reference point. So in the 70s, this album Chrome Dreams was supposedly found on an acetate, which was like a first pressing of a record, so the artists could hear it on vinyl. And it had an amazing lineup of songs on it. It had the acoustic version of Powderfinger. It had a slowed-down version of Sedan Delivery. It had... um, a, a version of Hold Back the Tears that was different from American Stars and Bars and Too Far Gone, which later showed up on Freedom. Uh, it had a, um, a live version of Stringman on there. And that wasn't, I think the first time Stringman was released was on the Unplugged record. Wasn't it? Mm. I think that was the only song on Unplugged that wasn't previously released.
3: Wasn't it on Decade? Or no?
2: stringman no, I don't think I don't so, think
1: so no. I mean, if you want to check but i, I don't I don't think it no, was I,
3: no I don't think'm i no, never mind
1: um, but Palm isn't uh Rom- isn't, Rom- sorry, isn't string man oh maybe not i th- was there a version of stringman on the archives Daryl
3: Daryl, <laughs> can you check if stringman was on decade
2: and don't wear pants while you're doing it. <laughs> And then other songs on here that that ended up on other albums as as is is like "Will to Love" from "Stars and Bars" and "Star of Bethlehem" and "Like a Hurricane" was supposed to be on "Chrome." This allegedly yeah. supposed to be on "Chrome Dreams." Isn't this and, all
3: the- theoretical too, though? Like, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, Captain Kennedy and "Look Out for My Love" were supposed to be on there too. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: It, I think you're right, Shu. I think it was unplugged. It was one I think fresh. that
2: was the first time that it was yeah. actually released.
1: Yeah, according to, to, according to a quick goog, that's what it says. Good
2: yeah, so he, like he good for some reason... We really reason, got our research down here on this podcast. He had it first. all compiled and then for some reason didn't, want didn't release it and just yeah. broke it up and scattered it over different albums or re-recorded stuff like For American Stars and Bars. and
3: My, my you know, honest-to-God theory is it ended up becoming Hitchhiker slash Homegrown. I feel like well, those- yeah,
2: some of the stuff like that—that that acoustic version of Powderfinger ended up on Hitchhiker.
4: Yeah,
2: and then that—you know—the the, I don't know what version of Homegrown was supposed to be on there. I don't know; think it was yeah, the one from few, Stars and Bars. Right. It must yeah. be must be from the actual album. Yeah, my theory is he traveled into the future as he is a time traveling <laughs> vampire and found that. This album would have been so huge that at some point, David Briggs would become president of the United States. Oh, I like this theory. And then it ended up being much like Martin Sheen in Dead Zone. (laughs) You know, just losing his fucking mind because he's David Briggs. And on like a Coke bender with a bunch of hookers in the Oval Office, he launches the (laughs) missiles. You know, and Neil saw this as a time-traveling vampire. And he came back and Briggs is like, yeah, you ready to release that album? And he's like fuck no oh, you Mike. freak get away oh, from Mike. me and don't call me for another five years until we make sleeps with angels oh i and love then, this. you know i and love so, this theory and so like he broke yeah. it up and scattered it over different albums so it would never be able to be released as as a as an actual album
3: way to tie some king into this too i really i
2: knew you'd like that because you're a really, freak about Stephen i king. really
3: i really like this theory and it makes sense so i, I mean know. think
2: about if that album came out I mean, you wouldn't have the electric version of Powderfinger, or maybe you wouldn't. Would Rust, would Rust Never Sleeps You would. It, but it is?
3: It wouldn't have the impact that it had. And then the acoustic one wouldn't have the impact that it had on whoever that did years later when Hitchhiker came out. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. I, yeah, I, th- I think you're onto something.
2: Like, why, why? I mean, that's such a crazy album. Yeah. yeah. If you think about all those songs, because most of those songs, I think, from what I can remember, we, we loved... Yeah. You know, will to yeah. love from Stars and bar- Like we're we're I mean correct me if I'm wrong we're fans of Stars and Bars. I love Stars and no, Stars and yeah. Bars is yeah. great. Yeah. And, and so like I,
1: on the archive on on the archives when I went on the other day you know how like it just has a song ready. Yeah. Oh it's, the, it's bite the bullet Bite the it? bullet yeah. <laughs> I, I just I to see bite the bullet I, I as a song. Me too man <laughs> cuz I went to listen to Chrome Dreams 2 again like for like whatever the third or fourth time and and bite the bullet just started to play and I, I just every time i just listened to it i was like god damn i fucking love it i it's love that so album so good. much it's yes. so such a
2: great record man that yeah. nobody like that and time fades away are two records i don't Same, think yeah that people like just shit shit on for way too long
3: i don't yeah. think did people shit on time fades away and even stars and bars is so fucking good like uh that it's just a great album i don't know mike yeah. I, li- I, mean, I like I, this theory a lot
2: I, I i don't know why you wouldn't i mean I I like to think that what if he did put this album out and what would following albums sound like? Yeah. You know, like Rust never sleeps and, and, uh, or.
3: I don't even want to think about it,
2: you know, or like, um, comes a time.
1: That's just me. Sorry.
2: You know, stuff like that. So that's, that's what, and there's so many, if you look on like search on YouTube, there's so many, you know, people put together their own, playlist of what chrome dreams would have sounded like and allegedly there's only one acetate of it somewhere and it was mentioned i think jimmy mcdonough mentioned it in shaky yeah but there's also questions of its actual existence well and also also.
3: there's no way to prove it because the whole point of an acetate is you can only listen to it a, a handful of times right yeah we get them when we put albums out on vinyl and you get how like three or four copies and they tell you like Make sure you're paying attention because you can only listen to this like three times max. And then it's Dude, just keep, not going to oh, work
2: anymore. I'd love to get my hands on a fucking town meeting oh, acetate. I, I mean, that's probably gold. One. That's got to be worth at least $35. <laughs> not I no. mean, that's, that's fucking 35 amazing. 35 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a fucking idiot. I, hate you, I think I have. just on one. the plain white cover, says town meeting and some uh, shitty writing on it. I'm
1: sure. <laughs> I think Luke has. I think uh, the I, I have. drawing of a bird.
2: Crystal Tart might have one. Crystal
3: Tart, yeah. who just sent me a. Chris Letarte, if you'll remember from the Broken Arrow album, he crushed twelve Miller Lights in. Oh my two God! Hours.
2: Yeah, God, that's impressive. That's impressive drinking. Uh,
3: we just played a, a house show in his backyard. It was, it was fucking great, and uh, he made these posters of us of town meeting looking like the Ninja Turtles. But he just he'll tec- he'll text me like at like midnight sometimes with just like Neil shit, and and like a, like a few weeks ago he's like he said something like, "Can you believe this bitch?" and it was a picture of a woman with the broken arrow vinyl and oh my it co- god cost so much money and he's like i want that vinyl this so is bad. the
1: poster shoe did he make that
3: yeah, yeah he drew that that's yeah. friggin'
2: awesome you want cool, one mike right? we can get you one do you have extras oh yeah he's got extras. i'd love to have one of those Yeah, we'll get cool, that would right? look great in this room yeah, yeah. we'll get you one
1: he's awesome. great he, he's done another poster for us i have it somewhere
2: but he's uh, working I- on
3: album art for our next album too
2: I hate to, um, I hate to nice. divert from the subject of Neil Young because we never do that on this podcast. No, but we don't. Next, time, next time we get together, I found something mm-hmm. that I bought for each of you. Oh. And it's very specific, a very specific thing both of you like. Mm. I'm, I'm terrible. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh,
3: hell yeah.
2: Back to the Future 2. Trading cards, not have back you, to the future. Trading cards. Right.
1: Have you not seen it yet? Still?
2: No. I'm never going to see it as long as. No, I'm we're going to we're going to we're going to
1: record no, a we're going to record a commentary. We You're
2: definitely have need to do this. Uh, we're
1: going to record Mike. a commentary and we're going to put it up on our non-existent Patreon. <laughs> are we? Gonna, let's,
2: <laughs> let's make we do a, Patre- a mystery science theater. Let's make like, a Patreon. Yeah, just yeah. For, just for this, just for Listen, if the, the
1: youngsters research. raise enough of a ruckus, we'll do it.
2: I'll do. I'll do that. I'll do that only
1: if we get paid.
2: No, only if nails can join in. <laughs> nails will. Oh, 100% nails! Will, join nails would love that. All right, good. I'm. I'm all for it. Though you're
1: just gonna have you're gonna be sitting on nails. <laughs> so he's gonna bring us nail chairs. It's
2: gonna be awesome. <laughs> He's gonna say everything would be better if it, the Delorean would be better if it had nails in it. I, I love
1: it. I it was made
2: out of nails.
1: Nails' Instagram
3: has been killing it lately, but we get we can't keep going down these sidetracks. Yeah, here. sorry,
2: but I just wanted since you showed that poster, I just wanted. I found this at this place called Scarce in West That's Boston, awesome.
3: and that ties into your theory about the the original Chrome Dreams because Neil travels traveled through time. That's
2: right. That's exactly Luke. That's exactly what I meant.
3: I love it. Yeah. I know. I know why you did it. Um, I just, I, the quote I was talking about, Mike, not to break from the original Chrome Dreams, but, uh, it's, it's Young talking about this album, which he rarely does. And if he does, he always like way under, undersells it. But this one, I feel like he, I don't know. So the quote is, uh, according to Young, it's an album with, it's an album with a form based on some of my original recordings with a large variety of songs. Rather than one specific type of song, uh, rather than one specific type of song, we're living with war and everyone's, everybody's rocking, you know, two of his best albums. Mm, we're yes. focused on one subject or style. Chrome Dreams 2 is more like after the gold rush. Really, Neil? Uh, oh, my with- God.
2: That's like Danny Korchmar saying landing on water is up there with running on empty. <laughs> it's it's, it's exactly. it.
3: Literally the same feeling I got reading this. <laughs> Uh, But so then this is the part that got that like bugged me the most. He goes, I like to think it focuses on the human condition. Like many of my recordings, this one draws on earlier material here and there. I used to do that a lot back in the day. Some songs like ordinary people need to wait for the right time. I think now is the right time for that song. And it lives well with the new songs I've written in the past few months. I had a blast making this music.
2: I'm sorry. When any anytime like a songwriter says something like it's about the human condition, yeah, I just want to let loose my bowels all over that.
4: <laughs> I just, don't
2: even. It's like it's like a punk rocker going on. Blame uh, society, military-industrial complex. Like, shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, I want to share it with. I want to share it with Shoes Face. A shoe's face, and it just says, Let loose my bowels. Let loose my bowels.
2: <laughs> That's my new podcast. Yeah. It's about Daryl Hannah's ass.
1: Welcome to Let Loose My Bowels with Mike's shoe. <laughs> well, we let loose our bowels every episode.
2: It's about my diet. Oh, Mike's
3: speaking of
4: letting loose <laughs>
3: let loose your bowels. No,
2: yeah.
4: that is too mean.
2: Never
3: mind.
1: Did you shit your pants again, Luke?
3: No, fuck you. Uh, in, no, in a uh, corn maze? Oh, did, did, did
2: Noah take a dump on your desk?
3: No, I was going to talk oh. about Rush.
2: Oh no. Did you did you actually defecate on a Rush album cuz no, I'll I would, drive up there and kick your ass. I
3: would never. No, you'll actually like this. So my son, my 14-year-old son, he's got a very like interesting eclectic taste in music and it's like he likes like just random Billy Joel songs. I think it's cuz he plays piano so he likes to learn them. But so he'll whenever he asks for the aux cord in the car, like I know I'm going to get like Vienna by Billy Joel and uh um, Mm. like uh, all my life by the Beatles and in, but mm-hmm. he has these songs that he plays over and over again. And one of them, Ross, I hate They're
1: great piano songs, man.
3: Yeah. But one of them is Layla, but he listens to it mostly for the end, which is it's a forgiving. good song. It's a great, that's song. a great song. Beautiful. It's a great um,
1: song, but He's his, a shit person, but his, his, great song.
3: His, his newest song, Mike, which yeah. is not a piano tune. Working man.
2: Oh yeah. Hell and yeah.
3: It's fucking awesome. I forgot how fucking great that song is.
2: Dude, Alex Lifeson, underrated guitar player He really uh, is yeah. man yeah being in a band with neil peart i'm sure you know people yeah. didn't really pay too much attention and you know if you're the lead singer of course well, people dude, have and, to pay attention yeah but, but
1: getty lee i mean even getty lee because he would play bass and play keyboard at the same fucking yeah. time yeah oh yeah we,
3: we get into a one-off oh you know <laughs> are you kidding me when we, do the, me? Like, when we do the back to the future patreon we'll also do an episode on uh just a one-off rush episode i think would be great
1: but yeah oh hell
2: yeah i, I think that would be awesome too i'm ready Dude, I used to. to I used to watch. nails can do it with us, N- nails is in. <laughs> all right, fucking nails um, Let's
3: get a lot of fucking love in this
4: episode.
2: A Villa <laughs> Strangiato would be better if it had some. I don't know some
1: <laughs>
2: floor tacks. They're called tacks, but they're actually nails. Oh
4: fucking! Nails.
1: And you know what? All this talk about Neil. Is Nail Young? Wait, is it nails' voice just Neil? Like no, nails, just...
3: nails' voice is just Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick
1: and Morty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like, he'll deny woo-ray. that, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. no. We, we uh, gotta, can we, I?
2: Yeah, let's. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do well, no, no. this. Do we have anything else mm-hmm. to say about the, the actual album or Chrome
1: Dreams or anything uh, like not, that? Well, Luke, I had a. Me, sorry, go ahead, Russ. No, no, go ahead.
3: Well, I was just going to say, so I read this thing that's and I, Mike, I was going to ask you about this because I had never heard of this. And maybe I'm an idiot, which everyone knows I am. But it said the first three songs of Chrome Dreams Two date back to the '80s. Uh, Beautiful Bluebird was recorded for the original version of Old Ways that was shelved yep. by Geffen. Boxcar was, a tr- and this was this one. Boxcar was a track on the was a track on the unreleased Times Square album, which was right. scrapped in favor of Freedom. I had never heard of a Times Square album.
2: The the Times Square album, I think he did it. You remember that EP El Dorado, which mysteriously disappeared from the archives? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that had that version of on Broadway on it, which was fucking yes. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think that was around the the same sessions he recorded because they recorded it in Times Square previous to okay. the Saturday Night Live appearance
4: okay. for freedom.
2: Yeah. And so that's when he got kind of rediscovered the 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 loud ass fucking guitar sound mm-hmm. and has just, just you know, he kind of rediscovered playing loud again. And I think that yeah, because then that, like,
1: that transferred into, like, the 90s. And, and, right, into and that, freedom. Yeah, and and freedom you know, and natural yeah, progression Ragged there. glory. Oh, and,
2: yeah. Right, but on that, on um Boxcar, I read somewhere where it was just him and a, and a, a fully distorted electric guitar, and that's uh, that all sounds, that was, that version. That sounds version. awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: That sounds I know, I'd like to hear awesome. that.
2: I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere.
3: It must be. Um, yeah. and, and also in the same thing, it says Ordinary People was recorded in the summer of 1988 for what became the Freedom album and was highly regarded as one of Young's greatest unreleased songs. <laughs> and, uh, I love
2: how all this fucking praise comes in know, and Luke's just really, like just shaking his it. head. <laughs> reading all this stuff. What, you just, people are fucking stupid.
3: I'm on the island and I'm fine with it. I'm on the fucking <laughs> Coconut Island. Daryl, he mentioned the island. Hey, uh, <laughs> my boat's
2: named Coconut
3: daryl remind me i want to rewatch lost
2: uh <laughs> and
3: it said was regarded as one of young's greatest unreleased songs and was often played live during the sponsored by nobody tour with the blue notes to promote the album
2: yeah so he, he re- I, I i think he recorded it during those sessions i believe with the blue notes if you look at the credits it's all the same people poncho's on it ben yeah. keith is playing saxophone larry craig is playing a horn you know because he kn- element of playing, you know, some brass. What's up, baby? How you doing? So I, I think that was that oh, was, the, that was nice of you to
1: program. say that to Luke right there. That was really cute. <laughs> How you doing, too, Mike?
2: Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> on, I, I, you I like, need the little
4: extra support during this album. Luke I, needs the
1: validation you know, to get him through this record. Do you know that? Because we'll, he we'll knows we'll, that you're a dirty old man. So that's it really right. I am it a dirty old, gets him. I love that song. <laughs> you know what
2: will <laughs> cock block you more than saying, hey, do you like Rush? Hey, what? do you like Neil Young? Because <laughs> Neil Young is not sexy. No, he's not. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I into Well, I no, didn't. No, that's all
2: right. Uh, so, I didn't so, you. Um, Yeah, I think that was just, that was recorded during those sessions. And I yeah. think from what I from what I remember reading in Shaky, he built the album around ordinary people. Like you said, yeah, you said this is like the like right time to, to, to put the song out. Like so I'm going to record stuff around it. And yeah. It's weird, it's bizarre. Yeah. To me. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Whatever, because you're not an ordinary person. You're not
1: a patch of ground, people.
2: I guess I'm not. All right, <laughs> you're not a hardworking so. people.
1: Um, you know. All right, so Whatever. Bef- Whatever. before we, before we get get heavy in here, uh, I want to harp back real quick to like a little bit of the beginning because Shu, you were talking about you know your stuff, and I was talking about how I was sick and stuff. And I kind of wanted to just relate a little bit because you were talking about not sleeping and, and 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 overwork and overwhelmed and being stressed and stuff. And I think that has a lot to do with why I was sick, honestly, because I've been in my own place of being like really fucking stressed for like the for, for a while, for, for months. And then not to get too real and vulnerable on this podcast. But like, I think that level of stress just kind of slowly morphed itself into like this Sort of depression, and I've, I've been in sort of a state of of that kind of vibe for for a bit, and I, and I think I'm slowly coming out of it. But it's it's been pretty real, and I think that level of all those different types of kind of you know uh, emotions and and um, you know whatever else that you that you have a difficult time processing, you know, and like working out and doing the work on it, it, it causes your body to 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 be like hey man we need to fucking take you know something needs to happen here you know so i totally relate and and this does tie into this album because when i first listened to this i was in a in in a a bad place like i was just not in a good place at all so when i listened to this record i was like this fucking blows and i didn't like it and um i didn't even get through it and then I listened again a couple weeks later and I was in a much better place, maybe, maybe a week, week or so, week and a half-ish, much better place. I was starting to kind of come out of that dark, dark, you know, space. And this is where I said, you guys might not agree with me, but this album actually kind of grew on me a little bit more and more each time I listened, especially for me, the last part of the album, the second half of the album, especially, I would say even the last three songs, I'm not to spoiler here, but the last three songs are my top three songs. Like I think the later part of this record is what I think this record is trying to be. And I think it achieves it. And I, and, and again, this is one of those things for me where it was dependent on my emotional state, my like mood. You know so so it's an interesting weird thing but ordinary people never really really clicked for me too much so it's
4: it's,
2: yeah i i think i i hear what you're saying because like i mentioned earlier i think the theme of this album is trying not to get lost finding the right path yes having faith
1: yeah i wrote i literally wrote that down
2: decisions but having faith in the process yeah. And not just about making a record, but the process of doing things in your life. Right. You know, whatever that may be. And we'll, having we'll, faith in, in the decision to, to do that process. And, and so, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying there, Russ. I
4: feel
2: the same way starting to do this, you know, because it's what you're talking about is what my doctor calls, he just simply calls it tired and run down. You know, I'll yeah. go, it, it happens to me every few months. I'll go in there and say, you know, I, yeah. I feel I'm tired, I, I have a sore throat. You know, headaches, blah blah blah. And he's like, How are you sleeping? And he just gets it all and it's you're just tired and run down. Your body's saying, Yeah, shut it down for a few days. And you yeah. see, that's it. You catch up on your sleep. You drink you just drink tons of water. Tons you, of water. You know, yep. you just and so for me this is it's the same thing. I'm gonna try eat. not
1: to eat like fucking pizza and chicken wings. I know. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. suck. Your, your My daughter works
2: at the best barbecue place in town and she's she's gotten to the point where it's like because they have to they every restaurant does this but they have to throw away food
1: yeah it's a goddamn travesty so if there is if there's
2: a rack of ribs that's been cut into even if it's only one rib that's cut off the end they're gonna throw it away but now Mm. they're letting her bring it home jesus (laughs) and now you know i just told her i said don't bring any more food from from home from work, home because I can't, I can't do this. And then there's my wife in the back going, "Wow, the mac and cheese! Bring home the mac and cheese,"
1: which you know, is so like was, the,
2: the, which mac is and the worst. So, from that restaurant. Though the mac and cheese is the yeah from so BT's BT yeah. Smokehouse, oh, BT's Fried so Chicken, and, and the and coleslaw air, though
3: Mike, the coleslaw. Holy
2: yeah, shit, you know what's really great, and I don't know if you guys like this kind of stuff. Um, I really appreciate it. When I lived in the South, is their their black eyed peas and stewed tomatoes and their mm. grits are really uh, good
1: too.
3: Never tried black eyed peas, but I definitely would. Oh, I had
1: grits. So, I so had good. grits once and I was in the South and I liked it.
2: Yeah. Every, yeah. It's that's one of those things. Every yeah. family has their own yeah. way of making grits, you know, but I,
1: I would love to try it from there. Cause yeah. I liked everything we got. John got us food from there. Yeah. It was really we, good. Yeah. yeah. So. You
3: know what? We'll do, we'll do that for when we watch back to the future too. Yeah. yeah. We'll um, get a but, bunch of,
2: yeah. Barbecue but, and some yeah. beers and some cocaine and, yeah yeah it'll be a night some nails we'll get some nails
3: <laughs> no but uh, yeah but russ I, I think that's very interesting what you said because i you know i've been probably maybe a similar headspace probably not to the extent you're talking about but i don't think this album helped me at all in fact i had to move away from this album
1: no but, i get that yeah but i'm I know not saying what, that it helped me it was more no, but i know it was what, more like i was helping myself and right. then i was able to like
3: but I know what what, what I yeah. mean is I know what you what you mean about the back half because I would say yeah. Neil more more of his albums the front half is better than the back and this one the back, the back half is astronomically better than the front in my opinion and I don't, I mean
1: yeah it's weird it seems like a lot of other folks don't agree with us but or I don't know I mean, I Maybe mean they most, do. I don't know. mostly it seems like people are saying they just really like ordinary people which well it, it, I don't know. Let That's the centerpiece of the album. It is. Yeah. And, and Neil is literally
3: it and everyone in the center,
1: right? I mean, well, it's, you know. it's the third song in. And third it's, not song. That it's
3: not that but I don't it's like. It's so
1: long. You it's know? not
3: that I don't like a long song. I mean, I've been on record saying I fucking don't hate uh fucking T Bone. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'll go, yeah. I like fucking that fucking 23 minute bar stool. Like, well, I'll take all of it. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to ask you, Russ. Do you. I don't know how to word this. Ben Keith on this is is prominent, but is he prominent in the right ways on this album? Do you think?
1: Oh, this is so interesting. At first, I was like, "Yeah, that's what I mean." The first time I listened to it, I was like, "Even BK isn't helping me right now," which is like weird. And yeah. then, then the then the other time that I listened when I was in a better headspace, I really appreciated what he was doing more because I felt like, okay, yes, this is Neil Young doing a thing. And Ben knows how to, how to figure out what Neil wants and what Neil is doing and then fall into that. And I think Ben does play what Neil is going for. Does that make sense? Like, Neil has a vision it seems like or some kind of a thing like Mike you were talking about that whole uh being lost and then trying to have faith and I and and I wrote this in my notes especially for the song Ever After I I wrote in my notes that everything you were saying about that whole like how trying to have faith and 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 what do you have faith in and and what even is there to have faith in and getting older and like being, mm-hmm. that whole thing you said about being lost and trying to do the right thing like the next right thing you know, and um what I felt like in this album, the relationship between Neil and Ben was like these are two older guys who are just trying to number one have some fun and also do what they think. in their moment at this age, at that time is the next right thing. And I think Ben is more, let me not be as perfect as I've always been. And let me like, you know, have some fun with it and maybe fuck up a tiny bit here and there and like play around with warping some notes because that's what Neil does. And that's what Neil wants right now.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, Ben, Ben doesn't play pedal steel on all of this no he's, he's just got he's, you know on, on those the rocking tunes like dirty old man and spirit road i think he's just playing guitar yeah, he's
1: playing guitar and he's playing yeah. fucking sax is he playing well sax? yeah
2: yeah he played sax in the blue notes him and larry Craig what were roped yeah into playing saxophone for the blue <clears throat> notes That's cool. we talked about that
1: yeah dude with, ben uh, plays awesome sax. yeah that out. <laughs> he
2: played he played sax on um everybody's rocking
1: yep Yep, and uh, you know he he, I think he actually he compliments Neil pretty well with his guitar playing. Because again, I think those two dudes, just like a Billy and a Ralph, who have played with Neil and know the way that Neil's fucked up train bird brain works <laughs> so well. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I don't know.
2: I don't know if they know if he knows that in that particular style. As well as Ralphie as, as, Billy as, and, and uh, Poncho yeah. did, or, or
1: or a Poncho, as far as his guitar playing, but right. his pedal playing and his everything else that he does, you know, I think for sure he does with his with his dobro and his pedal, like Ben. Yeah, with his, those
2: he he can compliment yeah. Neil in different ways. He can he can as we mentioned before on the on the podcast, you know, kind of almost duet with Neil with a pedal yeah. steel. You know, with the Dobro, he knows where and when to play and when to lay off and stuff like that. But that's something we'll, we'll, when we get to the songs. But those 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 two songs, and then uh, what's the other long one? No hidden path.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, those are those would be much better tunes if they were, if he just had Ralphie and Billy and yeah, Poncho with him. I think you're right. Do you want to have a in... much better groove to them? Do you in my just... opinion?
3: You want to just dip into them? Yeah, can, let's get into it. We, and we'll
1: uh, talk about uh, a yes, but stuff. I have to take a, a wicked piss.
3: Oh, I just peed, but go ahead. Wait,
1: you, you never peed? left the screen.
2: Don't, okay, well, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. don't, don't want to see it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll
1: do the same then. I'll put myself no, on the... No, no, no. Let's, <laughs> no, let's,
2: go take, go a, pee, let's take a let's break. Take
3: a i gotta a get more break. water. If I know we're going to take a pee break, I wouldn't have filled up two bottles.
2: All right. Make sure you're drinking the right one. All right, let's 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 take a break. All right, I'll make it this is a certified meal done If you need to
3: take a pee yourself, now's the time. If you happen to be driving, make sure you pee safely into a government-regulated container. If you're at home, feel free to use your own restroom. If you're at work, do not pee on your co Remember, when peeing, always shake afterwards. If you're a female listener, congratulations you're in the 10 percent because this podcast is for idiots and men are idiots but if you are a woman and if you break now is also the time make sure that you wash your hands afterwards also men wash your hands afterwards
1: (laughs) is it pouring there no no uh
3: yeah oh yeah how'd you guys survive uh Hurricane Henri.
1: Henri.
2: Um, It was really a not non-issue here in Worcester.
3: It it it, uh, blew a few leaves over in my lawn, and that's it. I was very uh, mad because I wanted some overtime. But
1: did you get a tornado today, though, Lukey?
3: (laughs) I got the warning. No tornado. Yeah,
2: Marlboro got a tornado.
3: Yeah. I think Mike got hit the worst. I think Worcester got the brunt of whatever people got, but not even Worcester. What for the hurricane? Yeah, like surrounding.
2: No, there's nothing. Yeah. They we barely the news, got anything.
3: The news wanted it to be a thing really bad, and I wanted well, it to be That's what they a
2: thing do, really you know. Yeah. I wanted but it But, you to know, be it's, a if big they big, didn't and that hurricane showed up, then the people would be like, oh, you should have let people know. Right. I love the heart. It was like, that's not a hurricane. What right. the frig? You said all that stuff for nothing. I was like, okay, do you really want a Category 1 hurricane to hit your house? <laughs> I kind of really,
3: did, if I'm being honest. Move to South
2: Carolina then and oh. live on the beach. Good I luck. Just,
3: I just wanted the overtime
2: all right well yeah i get that when it's a job right yeah. you know it's like when it snows you want a blizzard if you're a plow guy you want a blizzard do right? you know
3: what you know why it would be great for me because i get all the uh overtime and double time if it happens on a sunday with none of the risk that my coworkers, who do get paid more than me get like i'm the guy who shows up and i'm like all right i'm going to get sandwiches who wants what and then i get paid double time to bring everyone sandwiches it's great
2: are you
1: union no
3: nah. Wow, and I know. Would not by. I just don't have a say.
1: Buys by union, just by saying so. I do
3: feel weird saying that, which is why I won't mention the municipality I work for because it's just it's one of those things where our management has always been good, but uh, we'll do mutual aid sometimes. Like we'll go down south, and if people find out you're not union, like one storm, I think it was Sandy. We sent guys to New Jersey, and they found out we weren't union. And they put a dead rat
1: in one of the bucket trucks. Jesus
2: Christ!
1: Yeah,
3: and it's it's, what
1: a fucking dorks. It's
3: wild. Yeah, I know. First of all, where do you find a dead rat, weirdos?
1: In New Jersey?
3: Oh, that's a good point. I don't think that's not too hard. (laughs) Anywhere. Just, Anywhere yeah. there's a
2: restaurant, yeah, yeah.
3: Just go to just go to Joey's Dead Rats on Joey's Main Dead Rats next to <laughs> Nails and Boring Yeah, out.
1: welcome <laughs> to Joey's Dead Rats. What do you want? What kind of rat you want? You want a couple of, you of a different. Big, you kinds. want a water you rat? You want a big uh, one, a uh, medium, or a small? I got one, a lab three, three one of different
3: sizes.
2: Lab rats with the pink fucking eyes.
3: Hey, Daryl, they're talking about rats now. <laughs> All right, you want to hit the songs? Let's do rat, it.
1: Rat, rat, dead rat, people.
3: New Jersey people. All right, here we go. This is track one, Beautiful Bluebird.
5: My old pickup truck, a beautiful bluebird came flying down. My eyes popped the color as it led me down the road, dipping and bobbing in the sun. Beautiful
2: bluebird. That's beautiful. It really is. No pun intended. Just a lovely song. You know that would have totally been out of place on old ways. You think yeah. so? Yeah, because that's again. I disagree. It's kind of that... it's Neil. Neil's not putting on an act there. He's just being Neil Young, playing a a country tune that he wrote.
3: I think and... that would have fit beautifully on old ways.
2: No, I think it would have stood out like the the what was the other one? Um, that was on uh, Lucky Thirteen. Oh, why uh-huh. can't I think of it right now?
3: Yeah, what the fuck? Uh...
2: It's hurting my head.
3: I can't think of it.
2: But that it's like that one and this one, you it would have yeah. stuck out because Neil wasn't putting on. Would, he's not putting on an act here. He's not trying to sing like George Jones. Depression oh, I blues. See what you're saying. Yeah, depression blues. Yeah. See, that would have stood out too because it was just Neil playing country and music and not you yeah. know putting on the act to go along with it. Yeah. And this is beautifully, to me, it's beautifully put together. I mean, every you can hear everything beautifully recorded. You can hear every instrument in there. Um, I love this tune a lot. I do too. I like yeah. this
3: song a lot. It's it, very deceptive. And I, I know, again, I get it. I'm the fucking asshole here, and I'm fine with that. But very deceptive of an intro. I'm like, okay, we got another kind of prairie wind or maybe like a silver and gold happening mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. and but like just you know a little bit more subdued a little more plain but a genuinely like this is what neil wanted to make album and and not that he didn't want to make this i have no if neil can write ordinary people he's fucking earned that shit and people love it i'm whatever but like this is so far removed from ordinary people or even like dirty old man and no right yeah. Path. Yeah. and even the way like just fucking I don't know, and I get he says that he even he in that thing I, that you were talking mm-hmm. about, shoe. He says this is more of just like a fucking. A, it's a, a it's thing. back to
2: that patchwork thing, like yeah. American Stars and Bars was, and Hawks and Doves. You know, he took a bunch of tunes and and cobbled them together around ordinary people, but they all have a theme. You know, like this starts off the theme. You know, not just the bird the bird theme that runs through everything, but you know, it's, it's, it's about the, the journey and following a direction and what leads you in that direction or what inspires you to go in that direction.
1: Hey man, it's dipping and bobbing in the sun. (laughs) That's right.
3: Isn't there a line at one point where he says something like, I've never seen the color blue before
4: or something.
2: Or maybe it's Yeah, I've never seen that blue before, except in one place. And she's not here with me right now and just like a lover i watched her fly away and oh, that's, that's what line. i remember now
3: that's a great line actually yeah, i was going to make a fun a of nice neil's verse for, for not knowing what the color blue was cuz i thought that would be a funny little bit
2: <laughs> i think that but he's just talking about that particular blue yeah no, yeah i know that yeah. now
3: but it would just <laughs> no i just i've never seen blue
2: i'm colorblind
1: <laughs> come on man if heaven had a window where the sun came shining through like a beautiful Bluebird, I'd come flying home to you. That's a good. That it's isn't? a great, yeah. line, man. I know it's good. I'm just it's a saying. good it's song, a man. And a... Ben and Ben fucking know. sounds so good mm-hmm. in it. Would you and say? I'm pre- this is... And I'm pretty sure that Neil's playing the vibraphone too.
3: Yeah, I think he is. Would you he's say credited this
1: is... as vibraphone? No, he's he's not. There, I think he sounds
4: like It sounds, like, it
2: sounds like there's well, vibes in this. It's um he's playing it says here on on archives he's playing uh the harmonica he's playing guitar ben's playing the dobro no i uh, see bass
1: i see it's, it says song by song
2: yeah it doesn't even mention vibes yeah where is that coming from it, says, the, it, on it Wikipedia. says it on the
1: archives on the archives in the credits of the album yeah, it says at at some points in the album, Neil Neil is listed as playing vibraphone. I don't I know which song. He's songs. playing the
3: vibes. It's just like little clicks of it. You can hear you could hear it in the yeah.
2: beginning. All right, then they don't list it on on for the song yeah. on archives. They just list him as guitar harmonica.
1: It's because I didn't actually
2: play and vocal. it. Vocal
1: birds. And so what is it? What is vibraphone. it? List, what does it list? BK is playing just the
2: just the dobro dobro, which he does a fantastic job on.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Pretty good. Would you say this
3: is Ben's shining song on this album?
1: Um,
2: There's another one
3: I think where he really lays Uh, it
1: down. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right,
2: fine. But this one is like a pad of golden
3: butter. But this
1: one's really nice, man. It's really, really pretty.
3: (laughs) It gets me every time. (laughs) Fucking old silver gold
2: melting down with the syrup and swirling around that stack of hot fluffy
4: pancakes.
3: Also, I love that you guys. We're surprised that I would peed in some beer cans. I do I've done that in like the past like seven episodes. Wow. <laughs> you Just have not noticed.
2: Jesus.
1: Can uh, I, stop Jesus. breaking the fourth wall, please. That's my thing. Jackass. Yeah, right. Let's, I'm sorry, let's go on a boxcar.
3: Alright, I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Boxcar.
1: Oh. Well, everybody drink. Train train tongue.
3: I haven't made it clear.
5: <laughs> you I'm like, I like to fly. I'm like a snake.
3: Again, if I haven't made it clear, the first song's about a bird. <laughs> this one's about a train, but I mentioned a bird in the it first It starts
2: line. with a bird. Right.
5: I, like I don't know if lay. you know this.
2: I like birds. <laughs> I'm
3: like a fly. Also, this has a real Native American vibe, which I'm not sure if I've <laughs> mentioned that
1: before. <laughs> Poor Ricky Harvey. And oh, sorry. I'm Ricky.
5: like a white man. Hey, Daryl, they mentioned Ricky. you red man, I don't know. I'm just a passenger on this old free Drink, 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 drink. 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 this shit. <laughs> Do
3: you yeah. Like how Neil's not even hiding it anymore. It's just the first two songs are beautiful blue bird and box In boxcar.
1: Yeah. Just, right up front. Yeah. Right in up front. Just in case car, you forgot.
3: In boxcar he mentions a bird. Right I barely got to
2: gate. mention trains on living with war. <laughs> so I thought I'd lay it on heavy. little extra little extra train juice
4: it's just a
3: song about trains he starts with a yeah i'm surprised he doesn't start beautiful bluebird with some kind of choo choo noise i
1: like i I like this tune not as much as
2: beautiful bluebird you know i i don't know
1: i I like like i like the lyrics i like the top of it like the the sound before he starts singing i like the way it sounds
3: it's got a good chunk to it. Uh, yeah, Russ, does that make sense? You know how Dean had that. Chunk? Yeah,
1: Dean's got yeah same thing. Chrome Dean's, Chrome, Chrome Deans, Dean's too. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we had our old our electric guitarist when me and Russ first started town meeting. He had this old '60s kind of chunk along electric mm-hmm. style, which was pretty endearing. Um, and this has that kind yeah. of style, and I, I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. But uh, does it feel? Uh, it's hard to look at even songs that... I know these are newer Neil songs in a 2021 20, context. Does it feel a little bit um contrived or something? Uh
2: Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I I think it's close to that. And then maybe that's why I don't like it. But I love... I like the lyrics a yes. lot.
1: the lyrics are good. I think the lyrics what, are, are what
2: shoot, make it for this song. I don't what
1: you're seeing... Uh, on the archive, maybe because I'm on my phone. But what does it have Ben playing? Because I wrote that this this one,
2: this one it also has Do- Ben on dobro. Okay, just dobro.
1: Okay, and um,
2: Neil's playing the banjo.
1: Yeah, I thought Neil was playing banjo. Um, all right, yeah. I just wanted to see what Neil was playing because I noticed the banjo, and I was like, oh, okay. So Neil and Ben throughout this album seem to be just kind of playing different instruments. mm mm-hmm. you know. So, like, that's why part of me was like, oh, they're having some fun, you know? Right.
3: This song seems like they're having fun, and I think I read that almost all these songs were recorded live with just, like, a few minor overdubs.
1: Right, yeah.
3: So, I think they're just having some fun with it.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, you can tell, especially on, like, a song like Dirty Old Man, you know, where they're, like, making some silly sounds, and, like, they're just, you know, they're having a good time.
2: I like keeping the theme of you know, traveling on the path, traveling yeah. on the line in this case. Hmm. And, you know, he's in the boxcar, whether the boxcar stops here or he gets wherever he gets off, it doesn't matter because the train only has one destination. Yeah. Pretty much. He's he's kind of had that before. An he's aviary. had a few train songs before.
1: <laughs> no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I think Just that's a what few. I like about this. Just know? a
1: few.
3: The original title for Danger Bird was Trainger Bird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my God.
1: <laughs> that would be the ultimate meal song.
2: <laughs> um,
3: also, Russ, please don't chant drink, drink, drink when you know Mike is trying
2: his name. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. I just I really, got this this plain bad. water I'm drinking, not even like... I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm know, a bad sensor. co-host. Mike,
3: what, uh, what diet are you doing? Do you want to do a little plug for it?
2: Um, I don't know if I. Yeah, I guess I'm doing the awaken 180 diet. So it's basically like no carbs, no sugar, no booze, nice, no fruit, no fruit. no no root vegetables or any vegetables that have sugar in it, like carrots, beets. Oh wow, yeah, fruit has sugar in it, so absolutely no sugar at all.
3: Is it? It seems pretty keto.
2: Yeah, I yeah, it's mainly you know vegetables and uh and uh, animal protein as they call it and then they have their own food too okay so they've got it's a calorie thing too so you can only eat so many calories at different points in the day you have to set out a schedule and that way you control your intake
3: and you like it so far um not like it, sure, but, <laughs> but you're sticking would I, with it. would I
1: rather have a fried chicken sandwich, yeah, of course, yeah. so but, you, you can know, have you can, like, like, you can have grilled chicken that type yeah, of
2: thing. I can still have like chicken or beef or or like yeah. a pork chop, but as long as it's there's no sugar involved and no extra sauces or anything like that, it just has to be pretty simple stuff, nice. and that way your body can start catching up on burning fat and stuff like that, you know nice, it's yeah. it's I've been on other programs in the past where it's been like not to make this sound like commercial, but there's been like chemicals involved or pills or drops you put under your tongue or something like that. And some weird like cult leader person, you know, trying to explain to you how your life's going to be better and join me and I'm building a castle in Bolivia. But you know, it, this is, this seems like it's all food. There's no like yeah. pills or stuff. They have their own food, you know, and yeah. that's like kind of portioned out and low carb and, yeah. and stuff. So no, we, yeah, don't need gonna, to
3: make, we don't need to make this sound like a commercial. What's it called again?
2: It's called... <laughs> It's called Awaken 180. Thousands of people struggle with weight loss. But with Awaken 180, you can do it at your own pace. And once you reach your goal, go back to enjoying the foods you love. Because losing weight shouldn't be hard, it should be fun. Awaken 180. There you go. Was that good? That was can you perfect. put that on my uh, sizzle reel, please?
3: <laughs> you know I keep everything you do, Mike.
2: That's great. I might mostly, need that seriously for later. I can just slip that in.
3: I, I'll save it for you. I mostly <laughs> just brought that up because I'm postponing, so we don't have to get to the next.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus! Let's do it. Ordinary let's get people, through come it, on. Man. Let's do it. Do I have? Come on, to? push out that long thorny turd, Luke. You can do it.
1: Come on. The first time I listened to this, it was very Nico Bolus because I <sighs> what I remember from the Nico stuff is that the drums, and I'm a mm. drummer. But the drums have a distinct sort of sound. And they're 80s way, snare. Yeah, and they're yeah. way the fuck up in the mix. And then the second time I listened, they didn't bother me as much, but it's still like a very Nico drum sound. It stands out.
4: Sound. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because it was recorded years earlier. Come on, just do it, Luke. Let's go. Right, Let's go. do this. Oh, Jesus, please
4: help me do this. Lord, give me the strength to, please give me, give me the strength to play this song right
2: now. <laughs> Your Lord can't help you now. Push the fucking button. Oh, Keddy Lee, please help me. Give me this try. Keddy can't help you with this one, man. All
3: right, right, I'm
4: just And he
2: loves 18 minute songs.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he does. All right, here we go. Drink! 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 (laughs) Crosby stills people. Awaken! 180! Awaken! (laughs) 180! (laughs)
5: I out him out like for the
3: Sorry, Rusty.
2: Fighting okay. for the people, Luke.
3: I'm a Michelob people.
2: A Michelob night. I think that was a jab. Because if you think about when this was recorded, it was during This Notes for You. And, you know, it was like he was taking a jab. Not only at MTV, but at people like Steve Winwood and Eric Clapton and whoever else, because they specifically had Michelob commercials.
3: Mike, you're halfway there. This whole song is a jab at this podcast because Neil Young is a time traveling motherfucking vampire.
2: <laughs> right, time traveling vampire he goes. I'll get these guys. They're going to have to talk about <laughs> this one, whether they like it or not. And Podcasting he- people. <laughs>
5: <laughs> My what? wife's ass. People. <laughs> <laughs> want to blurt on Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta
1: pay extra if you want to see her bust
3: on my rust.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, this song to me is like Donald Trump, Jesus. Okay, it's and I'm saying that only now because. Facebook comment after Facebook comment. Ordinary people is the best. Oh, yeah.
2: People love Neil, this tune.
3: Neil Young himself. Oh, ordinary people. Daryl, I'm recording ordinary yeah. people.
2: I wrote it on my yacht because I love yeah. the ordinary people. They're going to save America. But I'll be on my yacht in Maui.
3: He sent this radio station. I read radio station websites played this song. And so yeah, to websites. me, right. from the, it starts off and I'm like, this is interesting. And then ten minutes in, I'm like, "This is not even halfway over." What? And I hated it. Imme- like soon- like probably three minutes in, and then once I realized it was an 18 minute song, I was like seething. And so that this is what I mean. It's- it's it like- is, it does
1: trick you because it starts out and-, and like when the horns come in, you're like, "Okay," like the ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. yeah. I'm like, okay.
3: And yeah. that's this is why what I mean it's Donald Trump to me because it's
1: and the base is really nice. I have I have too.
3: like a lot of friends who are Trump guys. Not a lot. I have like three. And but I'm I I like them. They're good people. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't fucking get the fucking. And then it's like I feel like all these people. And we're gonna get complaints when when we release this episode. You're Luke. You're just not hearing it all. Oh, you don't get fucking his vision. Sh, I fuck off. I don't. I don't get it. I'm. I'm on an island.
1: They'll say at least it's not Jimmy Buffett, which is the excuse for Trump. At least it's not Hillary or Biden. Yeah. He was ripping uh, off the people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what kind of people, Mike?
1: The patch of
2: ground people. The steak and cheese people. Oh. That sounds. <laughs> so the hot dog good safari right people. You know what I ate for lunch today? The
3: Italian grinder
1: people. What did you have for lunch today?
2: I had some uh, some very thin chili and some arugula. And there wasn't wasn't <laughs> even meat in the chili.
1: What a no meat chili! Oh, You'll so. love the food. Yeah. So I,
2: I, I had to stop it. When Was that no one of meat. their I'm, meals? I'm, I'm miserable. Oh, How now, do you do chili without I'm sure meat? uh it's like there's i think the there's some foam shit? there's some foam meat in it it was not oh. a large amount some either. foam
3: meat's not bad actually some foam meat's it. pretty good
2: it was actually exactly eight ounces
4: okay
3: wow
2: yeah let's talk about i'd rather talk about ordinary people
3: all right go <laughs> ahead i'm not going to participate but you and russ to, to your heart's content please talk about this song
2: um can we go to 257 in the song luke
3: yes we can which I
2: think is uh, it really it really makes makes it swing
3: 257 you said
2: yeah go to 257
3: so not even an eighth of the way through the song right
2: not even okay. no People. Ben Keith going, yeah. That's, I think I that's Neil, isn't it? No, no, Neil was going, yeah. And but there was someone with a super deep voice, you're yeah. maybe it was Pancho. I don't know.
3: You want me to play it again? See if we can figure it out?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Alright,
3: I'll hit it one more time.
1: 257, you said? Yep. Yeah. I think it's
3: I got no idea who that is. It's probably Court.
1: Yeah,
4: it's probably where,
1: I bet. It, it's probably Coach. <laughs> where the cheese it's, at? It's Joe Canuck.
4: Does on the, say on Joe the archives, vocals. Because
1: I, I yeah, okay. I found what you're looking at too, Shoe, on the on the on the website instead of being on my phone. It says Neil Young, electric guitar, vocal, and then right under it says Joe Canuck. Yeah, vocal.
2: That must be him. It must be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then everybody you know, else does. I have love vocals how the song starts. Listening. I love the guitar sound in this song. I love the horn. I can,
1: Luke is I can understand why sax.
2: it didn't make it. It doesn't swing like the stuff does on this notes for you, but I think it just, it sounds huge. I think he was, he had been listening to Bruce Springsteen a lot. Maybe it sounds like that, especially when the sax solo kicks in. At what the 12 minute mark or wherever it is, yeah. but it, it totally reminds me in that, like that, that kind of like descending piano sound. Okay, in the chorus, yeah. it just reminds me of uh, like who was Danny Federici or Springsteen had like what two keyboard players. Okay, and uh, but it just it reminds me this tune reminds me of a Springsteen tune. I'm not crazy about it, it could be eight minutes shorter.
3: Well, I hate Springsteen, so that might explain. Okay, this. there you
2: go, that might, yeah, so. No wonder rubs off. will you definitely wrong get way.
1: some comments about that
2: one. I've,
3: I've been, been waiting seen. for this comment. So this is from Pete Lacey, who is a top fan on uh, the Long May You Young Facebook. And I've been literally checking my phone constantly for someone to finally speak the <laughs> fucking goddamn truth here. Uh, and I'm going to read this whole thing because, Pete, you deserve it for this take. Great album cover, but I remember being really disappointed when I got past the artwork. Well, that's weird. It's literally just fucking hood ornament uh but anyway he says a lot of pre-release hype which in retrospect dwelt on the original chrome dreams had me really looking forward to the album and it mostly fell flat for me he says high point was beautiful bluebird one of those neil songs that can be interpreted in a variety of meaningful spiritual ways or sometimes maybe the bluebird is just a bluebird (laughs) he says i really like boxcar even though it does have that train rhythm so so far he's fucking nailing it He's basically third Mike at this point. Uh, And then he says, what hooks me, Pete, here's, you had me at this, Pete. On a downhill track from here, though, and he says downhill track, which I know what you're doing, Pete, and you're fucking still nailing it. Low point, ordinary people. Hyped as a lost classic and well, as Briggs said, what the fuck does Neil know about ordinary people?
2: Very true.
3: Thank you, Pete. And then he says, and special mention for the way. I don't like it, but it could have been the soundtrack to Laura Palmer's funeral in Twin Peaks.
2: It does have a I
3: was gonna mention (laughs)
4: it. does have
2: a very Lynchian sound to it. Yeah.
3: I think so far fucking Lacey has fucking nailed all my points on this album. The only thing he didn't mention is No Hidden Path, which I did actually kinda like quite a bit. But other than that, I feel it's the same about the first three songs. I love that he mentioned ordinary people as a low point Pete.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I like to Cool. The... That's someone Luke agrees with, everyone. There you go. Yeah, there
2: you go. Welcome. Thank you. Don't drink that pee. Make sure that's the right can. <laughs> well, <it is>. my, <laughs> my pecans
3: cans are on the ground.
2: Peacans. Okay, good. You got a system. Sorry, my
3: pecans are on the ground.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, who also had a system? Howard Hughes. He had a system.
1: <laughs> you know what I like to do? A segment when I'm listening to Neil Young is like a personal segment in my own head is when I hear. A certain part of a song or a certain lyric, I have this segment in my mind where I go, That's the same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues. And this song has a lot of those moments for me, especially the Summer Saints and Summer Jerks. That's me.
3: That's me. <laughs> do you want I was do- like,
1: Oh, that's the same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues, everyone.
3: <laughs> do you want a theme song for this segment, Russ?
1: No, what's it doesn't. It what's doesn't the matter?
3: segment going to be called?
1: I mean, it's going to be same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues, so I would okay. just play Ambulance Blues. All right, <laughs> I'll, play, we'll I'll pick a
4: song. I'll just pick a song because at random. Because
1: Ambulance Blues is arguably one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, I'll pick a and song. And, like, at, lyrically, yeah. it's fucking incredible. So. I'll
3: pick a song at random, and you do a little intro to this segment over it. Ready? Here we go.
4: No. Welcome
1: to... This is the same guy that wrote Ambulance Blues with your host, Guns Magoo, Russ Condon. <laughs> Did
4: you just give yourself the nickname Guns I uh, I
1: figured I would just double down and g- get, go full silly. That was beautiful. But you looked like he um, wanted to he wanted to no, do no. it. No, no, I'm
2: so looking forward to this segment. It's great.
5: <laughs> yeah. I want to make love to this segment.
0: Do you like this
2: better than? Nor- yep. I yes. Ordinary people. Girl, oh my God! Really? Mike, you cut
3: out. You, cut out. you cut out because we're on two. Uh, but no. yes.
2: Okay. That's awful.
0: Make love to you. Can you go to seven yeah. forty? Oh.
2: oh God, Steven, stop Enough. it! <laughs> All right, sorry. Can you go to seven forty? An ordinary people.
3: Yes, I can. Hold on.
1: There are some there are some really good solos in this. Yeah,
2: there's great guitar solos on this. Are there? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright. Fine.
3: Does it matter at this point?
1: Yes. They're Fine. great solos. Yeah. <laughs>
2: on this album. There's I wrote, a lot of addressing a drinking problem on this yeah. album. And that's yeah. the first That's the first one.
3: Because he says alcoholic people?
2: Yeah, he says alcoholic people and he says one day at a time which is the, the
1: AA. It also starts thing. out with the Michelob night thing. That's right,
2: yeah. People getting drunk of, and then yes. Dirty Old Man. You guys and, are digging. And then the, there's, uh, you know, I'll point
4: it out as we there's go a lot, along. There's, there's a lot of a lot people of sol- struggling with There's a lot alcohol. of good
1: solos in this. But yeah. I did write... <laughs> I know you're talking about the lyrics, but you lyrically, this one doesn't do it for me. I, <laughs> no, I wrote, no. I wrote, I wrote that I, I wrote, I'm pretty sure he had the chords and the melody for this song and then just improvised the lyrics as he went.
3: It feels like, remember how when uh, he obviously, you know, Sugar Mountain, he's like, oh, I had 216 verses for Sugar Mountain, but he only released whatever, five of them. It feels like this. He's like, I'm going to do all of them and then add some while I'm winging it. That's what it feels like.
1: And then somewhere, I don't even know where it is, but somewhere towards kind of the end, there's like actual train smut where he talks about scrubbing her down. The number yeah, nine, the right, number yeah, nine yeah, is looking right.
3: fine. Yeah. You, hold on, Russ. Did you <laughs> just right. did you just bring up the background music for every only trains cycle? Yeah, yeah right. only
1: trains. <laughs> <laughs> he's got only birds and he's got only yep. trains. They're scrubbing the boiler down. Someone's got to take over when when She's only trains really crashes. Fine. Uh,
3: I can't wait to look up Neil Young Canadian
2: posting on Facebook after this episode.
1: <laughs> 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 the trains mut I, yeah. I do
2: like the whole, like the whole circular story of the guy selling guns and dealing drugs and then taking that money and using it for bail and then having the government come in and take all the stuff. He got the money, you know, that he got with the money from the guns and the drugs. So like he was rip, he's ripping off the people, but the people really don't benefit in that system, right? It's like he does, and then the government takes all that money away no. and yeah. keeps it, right, or property or whatever it, it is. It I do kind of like that.
3: It sounds like he was flipping through HBO and was like, "Ah, oh, this is a great episode of The Wire." That's what <laughs> it feels like. This song it's, feels like he's ripping off the people.
2: It's Lee Iacocca, people. Okay. <laughs>
3: Nice, nice current reference.
2: They wanted him to be <laughs> president at one point.
3: <laughs>
5: Leia Coca people.
3: Monica Lewinsky people. Oh, geez. <laughs> Kenneth Starr people. I'm just trying to hit references from Leia. Hey, remember
1: at the top when I said, every time we make one of those jokes, you got to drink. So unless you're like Shu, you're probably wasted by now. All right, okay. one last thing. Go to, go to 958.
3: <sighs> I feel like you're doing this on purpose, but fine. Now, I 9 love 58. it 58. Okay, 950. I'll start at 950.
4: And those to the skull. Yeah,
5: they look but they just don't find the patch of ground people.
2: It sounded like
3: hey, I don't know. Hey hi. Hey Daryl <laughs>
5: Hey Daryl, uh, hey, hey. they're talking about my song <laughs> I
3: love that I hey, I
1: you. also wrote at Cause I was, tr- I was really trying no, to No, like,
3: Russ, no, don't name another part t- time. Nah, just
1: fucking we're relax. Get, we're gonna
2: get so much crap for this. I, I, I did write, in my, I did write in my notes. I did write in my notes.
1: No, the places where the solos were that were nice, like five, yeah. There, there's some great guitar, eight forty-ish. There's like really good guitar solos, but I also did write because I really wanted to like this song. I was trying to like it, and on the second listen, I did like it more. And I didn't think it was as silly, silly or weird, but the Bruce Springsteen thing is very obvious to me. I feel like it's very much him trying to do a, an E Street Band type of vibe. Born and, in the USA, people. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and then and then the end because every time I was like, dude, it was it was like the it was like uh, the end of fucking Return of the King. Like, just end the movie now. <laughs> There's like six endings. Uh, yes. It doesn't yeah. fucking end. Like this this song, I'm like, "Wait, dude, you got to end it, you know? Come on."
4: <laughs> it
3: really does feel like that. Yeah. When like by the time I hit minute 13, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening here?"
2: Yeah. Well, I don't hate it as much as as you, Luke. That's fine. But that's I don't
1: hate it like, as much as Luke either. I think I, I like
2: it a little.
3: More I think than
1: there me. are some good parts. Yeah, you might yeah. like it a little more than me, but yeah, it's hundred percent not making my top three.
3: You guys are okay. just living with a hippie dream, and that's fine. I respect it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> can let's, we please move on? Please? Yes, please.
1: Let's okay, move on. I'm a hippie. God. I can do.
3: Shining light.
5: Show me. You always guide me. I don't know where I'm going. Show me now. I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to.
1: I wrote, I wrote, was this a shocking pinks reject? Cause this has a very, yeah. Everybody's rocking sort of fifties yeah. vibe.
2: It's a pretty straight ahead, like gospel tune.
3: Very
1: gospely. Um, old
3: gospel.
2: Yeah. And you know, it goes along with that whole theme, you know, trying to get you back home, trying to guide your way, choosing the right path. But I'll tell you, man, I, I just, this is like, absolutely, this is like nothing to me. It's like a bread sandwich. There is some no nice, feelings to there's it. some I mean, nice, I can hate a song passionately, but this one is like not even there.
1: Yeah, this yeah. one, yeah. this one's kind of a dud. There are some um, BK moments that are kind of nice. I don't know. It like kind of gets a little better as it goes on. Some spots are kind of nice, but everything just seems really sloppy. The organ's like, okay. I don't know.
3: It's, it's fine. I think, you're, I think you're right. It's fine. It doesn't really hit any genre or mood like you want it to. And I think for me, because I didn't necessarily hate the first two tracks, but then I really disliked Ordinary People. So this one I thought, okay, he'll bring it back. And it just didn't really... This was going to bring it back so for me. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't, there's not much to say. In I, wanted
1: some, I wanted something better after. Yeah. You know, after ordinary people. I wanted something to get me back. And, that's, uh, and that's why I almost don't like Shining Light more than I don't like ordinary people.
3: I mean, I won't go that far, but yeah,
1: let's, let's uh, go on we, to Spirit that Road.
3: That's the believer. Man.
2: Oh, is it? Oh, right.
5: I'm just a believer, baby in those dreams of mine Believe in you see people. they just keep on coming in a long long line oh yeah i'm a believer like that songbird singing Drink. whether it's red <laughs> or
3: blue <laughs> it's so much it's so it's saturated this album is. we're having awakened 180 Neil. so
1: many birds so this, many birds
3: this feels like the precursor to every Jack Johnson song I've ever can heard. Can you either. just skip every ahead?
1: Can you skip ahead, Luke, to like just whenever further in the song? Doesn't matter when all the instruments are in. Yeah, because uh, the a, beginning and, of the song is kind of weird. Like the mix is weird. I don't.
2: Well, the beginning is. Yeah, it's the best mix on the record. It pretty is. Pretty much. But the, the tightest. And it's the tightest performance. It's.
3: That's why I said it's. It's the precursor to every Jack Johnson song I've ever heard.
1: Yes. So, yeah. Like,
3: but yeah, we're, like, it's like every,
1: out of place. It's it. And then when all the instruments come in and then then yeah. it's kind of like, oh, OK. And so it doesn't matter. i go like
5: and believe in you.
1: So now there's like an organ, yeah. you know,
5: it builds nicely. The song does. Yeah. I'm keeping my
1: face. these like background vocals. I don't hate those. Either
3: skip ahead a little more here
5: i'm making the change i'm keeping my faith in you. I believe in you oh
4: yeah
2: it's not a long song
3: but we're about about at the end here i'm just gonna fade it here that That's hammond
2: organ again adds a real gospel thing to it yeah yeah which i like but i'm just not a big fan of this one either
3: no me neither like,
2: yes, again it's to I mean, actually, actually as opposed to shine a light which i had like absolutely no feelings for whatsoever. This one kind of annoys me. Really? Yeah.
3: I can see that. It doesn't annoy me, but I definitely get it.
1: And I can can see why it would annoy you. Yeah. Like, I I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know if it annoys me. I don't know. Yeah, man, this whole section of the album is really fucking tough for me.
3: It took me, ordinary people took me way out and these songs did not bring me back. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. for like Neil songs, it'll take me out there are songs that'll bring me back and they don't have to be these power. They don't have to be fucking like a hurricane or fucking whatever. Also on that note, this uh, album bugged me so much. I made a Neil playlist that I will share on our Facebook page of kind of Neil (laughs) hidden gems that I think is great. Um, I also nice. just listened to a bunch of other shit, like the New Killers album. I do want to give a, sh- a plug to because it's really, really fucking
1: good. I just finished it. Yeah, it was, it was good.
3: A lot of train references in the New Killers album.
1: <laughs> oh, there was. Yeah. What's
2: his name? He's a huge Springsteen fan. I think I heard. I Brandon him. Flowers. You, you can tell by yeah, the is. the yeah, writing style. Because when I, when I was fan.
1: listening to it, I was like, this guy's writing like he wants to be Springsteen. Oh, yeah, he loves
3: but, Bruce. But so I'll say, I'll say this about Bruce. I said I fucking hate Springsteen. I don't. I I like his writing. I just don't like his delivery half the time. But like albums like Nebraska, I, I
1: like I like Springsteen songs more when they're covered by others than I do when he does them. But
3: I don't I don't mind it when it's when it's real stripped down. Nebraska is a really fucking good album.
2: That's a great record. It
3: yeah. might be my favorite Springsteen record. And then uh, Devils and Dust is really fucking good. I just uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's let's get through this fucking shit. <laughs>
1: Such a such a difference from the last song. <laughs> Here's
2: I, love, the, I, I love the, I mean, the theme is so solid on this record. It's like, he's just trying to get home. There's several different paths and there's several, di- and in this song, there's several different temptations. And then he kind of refers to boxcar in this, you know, how he said like, a, I can fly high like an eagle and lay low like a snake. I think he said, and the snake yeah. comes up again, you know, which is kind of a biblical reference. There's a lot okay. of like faith and faith imagery. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean the last three songs, Shining Light, The Believer and Spirit mm-hmm. Road.
1: Right. I feel like uh-huh. he's kind of coming out of the weird shit a little bit here cuz like he's got he's back to the crunchy big electric sound in this one. See, I don't
3: I don't think that's a good description. I don't think it's weird shit. I just don't think it's uh Here's
1: here's what I wrote. You might like this, Luke. I okay. wrote that the Okay, here's exactly what I wrote, and and know that this was I wrote this the first time I listened when I was in that much more weird state of mind and whatever. But but I still think it kind of holds up. I wrote this sounds like someone's dad's band, except you can tell that the musicians are good. I said uh, that it okay. that this, it just doesn't have the right songs to show it to like show that these are good. This is a good group of musicians. It's it, it reminds me of. Great actors in a movie with a shit script, and then I wrote, "But I think he's having fun?" Question mark. And then I wrote, "Uh, the solo around two fifty ish is nice." And again,
3: so it, I get so again, it's like, I like the later part. So it's like song. great actors in a movie with a shit script, but also the director and actor and writer that have have already done brilliant things. So you kind of give it a pass, that kind of a thing. Like yeah, uh, like you like can *Hubie see, Halloween* a little bit.
1: Yeah, like you can <laughs> see the potential. You know. It, and like there are parts that will make you be like, oh, that's good because I know that they're okay. good.
3: I actually really like this now that I've converted it to an Adam Sandler mentality. I'm like, <laughs> all right,
2: this is.
1: It'd fair. be a lot
2: better if uh, Billy and Poncho were playing as uh-huh. opposed to yep. the people he has on. No, no offense to the group. no, this he has song should it,
1: be a, a crazy horse. It for should sure. be a crazy horse. I it would have a much better groove. I agree. Yeah,
2: like it wouldn't sound awkward. Like you're talking about Russ. Agreed. You know, it would just be a much better groove. I kind of like it. I kind of like the story. I kind of like, you know, the whole old school grab your coat and grab your hat or grab your shoes and grab your hat and go. And again, it's, it's about trying to get home. And then he goes and gets distracted yeah. and gets shit faced and passes out. He loses his keys. We've all been there, man. I have. And then he's laying on his back. The best part though, is the, where is that, that part where he says, um, um, uh, Yeah. And it makes you lie, it makes you cheat. It steals okay, your yeah. shoes and it cuts your feet, which is an obvious diehard reference.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the glass. <laughs>
2: but yeah, I don't I, just, I just think I think like coming out of now I don't like shine a light.
3: Yippie Kaye ki- ordinary people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yippee kaye people. Um, I don't like shine a light and I definitely don't like the believer, but I think the way the songs are lined up. So you have him accepting some kind of faith and okay. wanting and wanting a direction. And then you have believers saying, I feel good about this. This is going to happen. And then this is like, this is why I'm saying this is kind of like an alcoholic's journey here. Okay. There's a lot of drinking. And this is him falling off the wagon.
1: Uh, I agree. I think there like, is literally the, the, the theme you know, is, 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 is making itself pretty, obvious and prevalent here you know and
3: and just musically this is the song not even necessarily lyric wise but like just structurally that gave me a little like breathed a little more hope for me as far as this album. i think it yeah i think
1: it like it helps it helps push you into the later part of the record which i do like
3: yes um and it is interesting that he has shining light the believer and then spirit road in in the next album right dirty
2: old man. And then that's that's rock bottom, right? Yeah,
3: okay, you know what? Yeah, no, like, that's
2: yeah. actually pretty In, smart. I like In that. Spirit Road he says, get your hack at your shoes, get yeah. out of here while you can still choose. And that's another big thing about about recovery, right? It's like you have to make the choice.
4: Yeah.
1: You can choose choose not to drink.
2: Yeah. You can choose not to, you know, but then he hits rock bottom with Dirty Old Man, right? And then he's like, yeah,
1: I mean, this is who I am. I'm a piece of shit and I'm fucking, you know. Exactly. This is it. Let's get get into Dirty Old Man. But hold on. Can you just play? Oh, all right. Never mind.
3: I will say, I'm going to pause it real quick. This should have been Crazy Horse. I'm
1: just. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Yeah
5: i'm a dirty
4: old man i do what i can I'm
5: trying to make a living i'm a dirty old man
1: but i can get hammered on friday night I'm
5: trying- and look at girls in my Arrow
3: star van it's a battle with the bottle this is a great song. This is a, this is a really good song. I will say. I love it. It's
2: a lot of, it's a, it's a, it's a sad topic, of course. but it's a yeah. lot of fun. And I know tons of guys like this. Yeah. You know, who are exactly like this. I love the, where's it? I'm going to get, or I'm going out on a Friday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> get hammered. I like to
2: get hammered on a Friday night. Sometimes I can't wait. So Mondays
1: all right. It's all right. Yeah. Has, I
2: love that line.
1: That's yeah. funny.
2: Oh, it's great.
3: It's just describing a dirty old man. He, yeah. there's a hidden, there's an unreleased verse he has where it's like, "I'm going out to a Woo Sox game on a hot dog safari. I'm a disgusting, <laughs> dirty old man, and I need to go on a diet or something." Uh, helmet
5: like that. full of nachos, heart attack.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. So, so he's but just describing he- a really dirty old Worcester man. I think is.
2: Is that what this is? There's I think plenty so. of them. <laughs> I mean, this is it, it kind of like what you said, Russ. It's like, fuck it. I'm going to give up because this is what this verse is about. Yeah, I'm going to get killed for doing this again, but I just can't help it. It's under my skin. So it's like, fuck it. It's in, you know, I'm wired wrong, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep, you know, having sex with the boss's wife.
3: Yeah. Oh, I love that fucking verse. It's right? fucking great. Cause he, That's not he talks the about boss's it wife. <laughs> and then he just says, I'm gonna do it again or something like that. It's fucking great. This verse and-
2: is this verse is crazy though. <laughs> I got a bag of frozen peas I use on my knees. I'm injured from begging and trying to please. If you believe that. I'm losing my fat. Got a workout program and a new rubber mat. Look, Look at that! It. This is
1: about you, Dude, yeah, right? This also, comes at a, a I really know I've time. been shady, but I'll awaken <laughs> 180. Yeah.
4: Gonna get <laughs> Too into many Italian yoga.
3: subs. I gotta get rid of the blobs. I'm gonna get a mat and do some yoga. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus.
2: But yeah, this would be a lot better if it was crazy horse. Uh, yeah, but well, it's
1: Ralphie still, is it's still playing, really good. Ralph's
2: playing the drums, yeah, but they need that
1: because you can tell it's Ralph because he's fucking slopping chemistry. him up. He's the like the very first. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like the first Jesus. thirty yeah.
2: seconds they mess up. Slop, yeah, it's I, like, I mean, which yeah. I think is
1: perfect for oh, the no, song. Yeah,
2: this, it's it's a it's a song about a guy who's a mess, so it shouldn't yeah. be a mess
1: of a song. Yeah, I, I it's agree. It's a though. slop like, fest. I think it's an intentionally a slop. fest if
3: he thing. had thrown this on fucking, it's
1: rock bottom, like you said, yeah.
3: Like, the rock bottom part. What's the fucking... Uh... He probably
1: got Ralphie loaded before he
2: recorded it. <laughs> What's the you album? What with... he, did? he probably taught them the song five minutes before that's they hit true. record. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What's the
3: album that, that fucking ups on? and? Uh...
2: Oh, uh, uh...
4: Why do I have...
2: Uh, Ragged Glory. If Ragged this was Glory, on Ragged
3: yeah. Glory, and it was instead of three minutes and 17 seconds, if it was eight minutes, this song would kick ass.
2: Yeah. Although you'd have two Lost Keys references on Ragged Glory, and I think that's too much for one album.
3: (laughs) That's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But I love right. this tune. It's a lot of fun. I it's love fun. Yeah. It. I think it's super it's, fun. It's fun. Cranking mm-hmm. it with the windows down and people like looking at you like, what are
1: you listening to? Dude, I was, I had that same thought cause I was <laughs> listening to this and I pulled up next to someone at a light. And also
3: Mike, Mike, <laughs> a question for you as a Worcester native. If yeah. someone said, I need you to pick the dirty old man of Massachusetts, would it be Worcester or Fitchburg?
2: Um, I think with the way things are today. Yeah. It would, uh, it fall, would be fall, it's fall River. It's Fall River. It's Fall River. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't know why, we, why I even brought it up. Really? Because
2: Fitchburg, Fitchburg's trying, at least. We're trying. Worcester's you know, trying. Worcester, Worcester's come a long way. Well, Worcester's yeah. got a lot of nice parts now. But
3: <laughs> fall River. Sorry,
2: is. sorry to the South Coast people, but, man, Fall River, New Bedford, that's yeah. that's a tough area.
3: If we have any fans in Fall River, I don't apologize, because you know that we're speaking the truth here, and you got to yeah. get your shit together.
2: They'll probably be the first to tell you. Yeah, they will. I used to go to this bar in fall river when I visited a friend down there called the Neptune. And we were the two youngest guys in there. I think the average, age, and then, and it was only guys and not a gay bar. Um, I think everybody was over 60 at the time. This is like when we were in our twenties and it was just, it was around the corner from his house. So that's why we went there. And it was just a real, it's where people went to die. <laughs> And they like, had like dartboards and a pool table, but no one ever played. You know, it was just a yeah. bad, it was a bad play. I think it was called the Neptune. Yeah, it was that makes bad. Sense.
3: The flip side of that though, if I ever drove by a bar called the Dirty Old Man.
2: I oh, would, you'd have, to, yeah, right?
3: would be instant. I'd go in immediately. Even it, like in a, in a, in a, the only thing better than a gay bar is an old gay bar. <laughs> and the Dirty Old Man would be fucking awesome.
1: It'd be a good bar.
3: It'd be a great bar. Are you kidding me? Alright, we gotta we're fucking we're be dirty, but we're running you know, this. We got three tunes left. Let's let's hit okay. it. Ever After. This is a song about that Drew Barrymore movie, I think.
1: Never been kissed? Nope,
3: ever after. Yeah, I was kidding. You know, being an asshole.
5: Ben Keys. Yeah. In the dawn. In the classic. Dawn, there's really no way what goes on what goes on the world is Luke, do me a favor and just skip question.
1: ahead to like two-ish some minutes
5: are answered, some are
1: not keith moment Harvey, what do you think of this song
2: that we're
1: talking about?
2: What do you think, <laughs> do you, Ricky Harvey? Why do you keep talking to Ricky Harvey?
3: Isn't she the one that complained that we talk over the songs?
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. So stop yeah. doing it. What the
3: fuck? That's, that's the joke. Well,
1: part. we, you know, but we have to.
3: Russ, do you want to explain the fourth wall to Mike real quick?
1: I know what the fourth wall is. <laughs> right. um, Jesus, like man, song. that is so beautiful. This is, this, my, is this is top three for sure. I mean, this, this is where. Go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say this isn't top three for me, but this is number one Ben for me.
1: I mean, I don't know how this isn't top three. I, I, th- this song, Luke, lyrically. Oh my god! I, I also think his delivery, in my opinion, vocally, this is his best—the best on the record. You think, I think so? He, this one? Yes, is? I think he sings really well on this song. I think uh, the lyrics are so relatable and yet so simple. I feel like I've been writing songs now for almost a decade-ish, like a decade about. And I've been trying to say what Neil said in this song. Really? Yes, man. Like, there, it is so beautifully put. And I, uh, seriously, dude. I, I think this, I – And I think this sums up exactly what she has been saying as far as the whole faith thing. Okay. It's all in this song. You no. know what? Look, I, listen to this. Listen to this. You, okay.
3: No, read it to world, me because, the, because what I was going to say is I think at this point I was so disheartened. I probably didn't even hear the lyrics to this. So, But
1: this will help me, I think. So – Dude, I'll read, I'll read all the lyrics, but pay attention especially to the second verse. But when you hear the rooster crowing in the dawn, in the dawn, there's really no way of knowing what goes on, what goes on. The world is full of questions. Some are answered, some are not. The only faith you're keeping is the faith that you still got. Okay, that's great. That's, that's so really, good. I mean, come really on, nice. that's everything. Yeah. That, that right. second verse right there is fucking everything. That's and, coming, and coming after
2: dirty old man. Yeah. Yep.
1: That, uh, yes, That means
2: a lot. Because that's it's why like the song to me is
1: he's top right. bottom. What does he have left?
4: Shit. Yep. Yeah. So I'll I read know? that.
1: Ver- I'll read that verse again and then I'll finish the rest of the song. The world is full of questions. Some are answered. Some are not. The only faith you're keeping is the faith that you still got. I love the sound of laughter and music in the air and in the ever in the ever after. I know it's always there. A man, a man had many boxes and he liked them quite a lot, but they would not be opened because the value would be shot. Fucking okay, so I, good. Can I stop uh, yep, you there? Go ahead, That, yep, that go ahead. verse? Yep. Obviously, that's
2: about... Um,
3: Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young. N-
2: oh, no. Star Wars no. figurines. Exactly, Russ. It's about Star Wars action figures. Because is, once man. you open that box... <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Right? He liked them quite a lot, but they would not <laughs> be opened. Because the value would be lost. Now, in Neil's case, he's probably talking about model trains. Of course. I mean, yes, of course. But he wants to use the model trains. I mean, Darryl. that's why you have them, right? Darryl, you want to put them it. on the track and you want to ride them around and, and have fun. But if you take them out of the box, they're going to lose value.
1: <laughs> I, know right. we, I know we're being silly, but also there's a lot that, like, you could yeah. go so deep with that metaphorically, man. Like <laughs> Well, you, if you think about, like things that you want to do in your life or thoughts that you want to explore right. or desires. Like there's a lot right. to that. So, and so anyway, let me finish them. the song. Let me finish the song. <laughs> Sometimes when I go walking, I love this line too. Sometimes when I go walking in the trees, in the trees, <laughs> man, oh my
3: God. keep going, keep going.
1: No, <laughs> oh. I refuse. I'm not going to read the lyrics over this. <laughs> Fine. go ahead sorry these lyrics no, are as soon to it... by awaken 180 <laughs> <laughs> wow wow yep welcome back to long at you young people yep sometimes when i go walking in the trees in the trees that's where i do my praying in the trees in the trees the world is full of answers some are right some are wrong the one that i believe in is a wish in a song wow, i love to see that's you really good. smiling I love to see you smiling and hear your voice so fair, and in the ever after, I know you're always there. This song, Luke, lyrically right. is fucking so,
3: okay. Genius. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Genius. This has happened a few times in this podcast. You've I have written down my top three. You've changed my third song. This is my number three now. So
1: you're welcome. Thank, thank, I, I mean just this you. every this is every I gotta verse to this song. Every verse of this song this is, is really fucking good. is I mean you could get enlightened to each, each layer, right, each not fucking verse here. of this song, man. It's, it really is. There, it, there's a lot of simple, incredible, beautiful truths in every fucking verse of this, of this song. All right. Well, let's move on. And it tie- before- To me, it ties all of, all of everything. Like you were saying, Shu, yeah. go back to dirty old man and the top of the record and, and the struggle with alcoholism or trying to find your faith. Like, right. I mean, and, and, you know, finding that right path. Yeah, I mean, just the, the, like, if you want to pray to trees, who cares? Fucking pray to trees. Like, right? there's always questions about, you're always going to have questions about life and God and death and what happens in the ever after and all that shit. But like, but what you believe is what matters most, as long as you're trying your best to do the right thing, the, the next right thing. Like if, as long as what you think happens after it all, or what's happening now with it all, as long as that is working for you and is not hurting other people, mm-hmm. then that's what's right. right? And that's what Neil is saying in this song. That's why this song to me is, is an un. Uh, I think it doesn't get enough credit. I, when I heard this song, I was like, fuck yeah. This is, really does it for me a lot.
2: Ste- I p- keep the Funko Pops in the boxes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or you're just going nowhere. Keep well, the-
1: those fucking Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards in right. their fucking protective that's right. Well, here's the
3: thing when you're a dirty old man and you're trying to take the spirit road to the ever after the thing you have to remember is there's no hidden path.
1: Uh, can you fade it a little? First of all, if he wasn't on a yacht for the, if he was on a yacht for the first writing, uh, writing ordinary people and some of those other songs for the second half of this record, he was definitely on a walk f- for writing the rest of these because <laughs> I mean, between this and then the, the one before with, you know, being in the trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 um th- this one out
3: with Christopher Walken.
1: Nice. This one man is I mean, I fucking love this. I love it's my that number l- one. Me too. I love that lick. It's a great guitar lick. I love all the instruments in this. I like the way they're mixed. I like the vocals. I like the lyrics. And what I will say about this as well is where ordinary people gets old. And you, you you want it to end? This is the type of long Neil song, the like fourteen minute ish Neil mm-hmm. song that I want. I don't want to end. Like I don't. I never got sick of this listening to it. I agree. Maybe you guys feel differently, but I was like, I I'm fine with this song. It didn't feel as long to me. Whereas ordinary people, I felt the length. This one, I didn't feel the length. I liked it. I liked the breaking up with the different things he did. Um there's great solo stuff at, at like 420 ish and then like 925 ish. Nice. Shoe, you might have some of the same parts
4: written on Yeah, I don't definitely know,
2: around 415, 420. Right.
4: Yeah. Let me hit that real quick.
2: Yeah, I like. I mean, I like the jam a lot better. Again, this this, I you know, I'm not diminishing anything what you said about the song, but I would like to hear Crazy Horse do this.
1: I this one, so this th- one, I, I yeah. felt like they did it right. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's better sure, than the sure other like, stuff. But. Yeah, of course, it it might might lock in better with Crazy Horse, but. As far as like having Ben Keith play, play rhythm, I think he fucking nails it. Man. Oh yeah, no, they sound great, and I love and, and Ralphie's on, work on it. drums, and I think Rick. This is one of the shining one of the shining songs for me as far as Rick's bass playing. Agreed. I think I think he he. There's some really nice bass. There's some really nice Rick playing in here.
3: Well, Rick is and, good. Rick is good throughout the whole album, but this just yeah. is just a great showcase for them to kind of lock in together. I feel like. Cause this is a really yeah. great song and it's well written. And this is a song that's supposed to be 14 and a half minutes.
1: I really, I really like, I, this is to me the one where I felt, I feel like Ben and Neil playing guitar together works the most. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, can you go to like nine twenty? I don't know, nine twenty-five. I don't know. Okay. They, something I will, like that.
3: I will say though, on mike's point and i'm heading to that point now russ but it would be very interesting to hear poncho going back and forth
1: no i agree yeah but breaks. yeah and i
2: don't want to i don't want to like i'm not saying i'm just saying that's all i could hear or yeah, all yeah. i thought about through the whole song all 14 minutes of it was boy i'd like to hear crazy horse do this
1: yeah all right let me let me hear which i part. agree i mean it would yeah, be great but to it's hear still them. great yeah. it's
2: a great jam yeah, yeah.
3: all right so here's would nine ten
1: that too i like i really like the dynamics in this what, song i like that 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 chorus thing keeps coming back but what does he say the way that it's like verbed out it never it never gets old to me again i think like yeah you can repeat the same thing if you're trying to you know uh, you know get a message across but like i like that the way he does it 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 it, it the, the way it's verbed out and stuff it, it makes it I don't know, dynamic and stuff. I think he's saying ocean, sea, sky of blue. Uh, sorry, ocean, sky, sea of blue. Let the sand wash over you, giving mm-hmm. all that you, uh, giving all that you can give.
2: That's and great. it sounds it's it's very like it's haunting.
1: It's ghost Yeah, yeah, It kind of floats in the I'm background gonna, there, which the is cool. The second
3: half of this album is it's just it's insanely superior to the first half.
1: First, it's half. amazing, man. I I'm gonna say something controversial though, Sue. I think that the way Ben is playing rhythm and letting Neil play in this, especially when we just listen to that, he's doing more of a Danny Witten thing than because mm. Poncho has his own thing. right. And then when I think Ben is doing here to back up Neil and he's holding that rhythm steady, man. He's a fucking pro. Obviously, like right. Ben has is a genius. And so what I heard in that was more of a Danny Witten vibe as far as like letting Neil do what he needs to do. And it's they're all different, of course, you know, but I just got more of the Danny Witten vibe than I did a poncho vibe as far as the rhythm guitar. um, Just staying steady and playing what they're playing to let Neil do what he needs to do. So I, and I could be way off, and some people might freak the fuck no, if that's out. That's what you hear. That's what. That's you what hear. I. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I hear. So, uh, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I like cool. I like this song a lot, man. This is definitely probably my top. So this
3: is my top for sure. Let's hit. The, let's hit the last one. We're coming on two and a half hours here, which is fine. <laughs> um, because that's how long ordinary people was. But let's hit the last song. <laughs>
5: you back home to the peace where you belong if you're lost and think you can't be found we know the way we've got the way we'll lead the way to get you back
1: home to the peace where you belong can you keep it going a little bit and go like to the verses we'll the to and listen to rick home, listen to rick's bass playing knock knock sound too yeah that's nice that's my favorite verse coming in right there so good that's
2: my favorite verse in the song right there so many lost highways that used to lead home but now they seem used up and gone they sure had the magic when they were first found you know again looking back on to you know people that have chose that chose their path yeah may have been the right one or mistakes he's made in the path and that sound you're hearing I listen to it a lot. I believe that That is
1: thing that like
2: that is a golf ball going into a hole.
1: Think so. It took (laughs) me
3: four listens Mm -hmm. of this to realize that was not something going wrong with my speaker. It was yeah, me too. Kaufman-esque.
2: Right. I thought I was like getting a text. It It happens. Yeah, I think it happens twice, and it's it's a golf ball going into a hole, and it just brings me to you know the way the kids are saying are singing you know, find the way to go home.
1: And that's your home.
2: Of, I know. That's exactly Happy what I thought of. Kevin <laughs> yeah. Nealon. You want to
1: go home?
2: Take the ball your home, home, Happy.
1: Ball.
5: What are you, too good for your home?
2: <laughs> now I got to watch Happy Gilmore. Right. <laughs> I love uh, this song. I, I mean, I like it. I'm glad, man, because literally, I yeah.
1: wrote in my notes, I wrote, I'm sure Shu might hate this song, but I really dig it. I love it's weird
2: song. enough for me. The kids, I feel, make, the kids give it a creepiness that yeah, I really but it's like, not, and but it's
1: not overdone. Because I no, feel like no. it's, it's when very Neil, natural.
2: Yeah, yeah, when
1: Neil goes for the choir, because I mean, come on, landing on water. When he does the choir thing, especially right. like the boys' choir, yeah. he overdoes it. Right, and then on,
2: on Living with War, it was a hundred people.
1: <laughs> yeah, know? it was a lot. It's too enough. much. This is just just enough. And it gives I it think it's innocence. mixed. It's mixed so well. I think right. it's like. It, it's, like, it's,
2: it's literally angels showing yeah, you the way.
1: The yes, young, and those young, little, to come home. The young boys. The young something.
2: people's chorus of New York City.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. It's
3: an internationally acclaimed children's chorus based in New it's, York City.
1: It's right where it needs to be. I think mm-hmm. it, it works really yeah. well. Everything, the instruments are so well mixed. Those simple, like shuffle drums. I'm surprised it's Ralph, to be honest, because it it's like he's actually doing some kind of really good. I mean,. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Keep, Ralph's a great drummer, no, but, but he's, he's doing. He's keeping he's, it solid. he's a rock, right. sloppy, this, fucking yeah. crazy horse. He's keeping it almost Leave on Shuffle style simple yeah, here. Right. That's a good. That's good. That's a great description. Yeah, he's really playing it really well. The organ when that comes in, it's I, great. I, I I also think that this has like a if you mixed like an early solo Paul McCartney with like a Pink Floyd, that type of weird that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Works really well, especially right. with like the, okay. the a little piano bit, yeah. and the choir. Um, if you go back and listen to like McCartney, like McCartney sure. One, it's it's got the that type of vibe yeah. sometimes it with bounces the piano, like that,
4: yeah,
1: yeah, and and then like obviously with with the wall and stuff and the choir and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like a, a blend, and and I I I it works really well for me, and, and I've said it. We both I love have, this song, yeah. yeah. I think I think he didn't overdo the choir, which to me is, makes it fucking primo. That's great.
3: Yeah. I like this if song. If you along. can get
1: that to work, then it really works.
3: Yeah. I, I think this, this song was very comforting to me. and
1: Same.
4: Yeah. I
3: just think, if this was an EP, if Chrome Dreams 2 was an EP that started with Spirit Road, I think I would have <laughs> felt completely different about it. And, and I, I, from Spirit Road on, I have nothing negative to say and i just i don't know and ordinary people takes me out of it so much but this song really it's very comforting i can't explain it another way it's very well, it's comforting it's the
2: it's the kids voices reassuring you that yeah. you've made the right choice that, like i said like angels saying yes I this is the way, way to go you're good You're good. You're doing all right. So keep going this way.
3: And it's comforting to the youngsters listening to know that they made the right choice listening to this many episodes of this podcast. You've made the right choice, youngsters. So
1: and scene and then the crickets did you hear the crickets yes. in the <laughs> those are <laughs>
3: again? My, shoes no shoes uh, got the birds i've got the crickets so i don't know the crickets the okay. crickets are in my house so i don't know what that says about me at this point i know
2: it's not like i live in in nature here i'm in friggin Worcester. why
1: don't you turn a goddamn light on too luke i know Jesus look right because like, we you been
2: are you naked for-
1: he's pissing and he's pissing and shitting I, into I, empty beer I cans I right have, now That's i do have to piss again start. but i'm not gonna right. piss because
3: we're two and a half hours in
2: all right let's let's okay so let's let's go to our top three
3: okay uh can i go can i go first yes, yes. so my original three was spirit road um but it has since changed to ever after literally in the past 10 minutes so it my my top three are the final three songs. It's Ever After is my same. three, The Way is my two, and my number one is No
1: Hidden Path. So we have we have almost the same list. I, I wrote that I could the, the last three are my top three and you could put them in any order and I'd be fine. Okay. The way, the way I have them right now though, and I did switch it, the way I have them right now is No Hidden Path, Ever After, and The Way. I was okay. gonna I was gonna switch Number one to ever after, but I'm gonna keep it as no hidden path, and so I have no hidden path as one, ever after is two, and the way is three.
2: Nice. Well, I have um, no hidden path as three, dirty old man as two, and beautiful bluebird as my number one. That's nice. your number one. That's that's I, just I, a, that's a good number. A, one. It's just a great. That would, that the would song be song is yeah. put together so well. I, I agree. Just that was hard. so well. Yeah, that Everything was hard for me it. to
1: not have.
2: It yeah. came together. It came to it really came together well. It sounds great. I love it. it. It, you know, it it puts me, it it puts me in a mood. Sure. You know, it puts me in a good mood. That's what the it's last kind of like thing you said. You yeah. felt about the way. Yeah. 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 And sure. to me, that that kind of is a comforting song to me.
3: Daryl, yeah. he he nailed it.
2: <laughs> he
1: likes the birds. <laughs> Daryl, I've almost said nail three times. Oh fuck. <laughs>
3: Uh, cut songs do you want me to go yeah go first
2: um, despite it being a part of the journey of this album um, I'd say Shining Light is my cut song
1: okay. same shoe, same Cause at least- and, and you you did you did convince me on the like journey of it like it it, it does add to the story and the but I mean just I, I wanted I didn't it doesn't it, it yeah I agree it's nothing and, yeah, and, really, I, and I, was, wanted, I wanted wanted something. I, I needed something after Ordinary People. Right. But my original cut song, yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. So I agree. I agree. Go ahead, Luke. We know what it is, but. <laughs> what song did you cut from Crothers? Yeah. Thank you for listening along, Long May You Young, youngsters. That's right.
5: One day at a time.
1: Youngster people. Oh.
3: <laughs> uh. Shitty podcast people, not sexy people. Uh, what's yeah. the
2: next, what's the next album? Are we going to do, um, that's a good question, Mike. Are we going to do Crosby, Stills and Nash Young Deja oh, Vu live?
1: What's about doing Deja Vu? Uh, are but we going to
2: do uh Sugar Mountain live at the
1: Canterbury house?
3: I think we should do Fork in the Road and then throw in, uh, Sugar Mountain. I personally,
1: Okay. I love Sugar Mountain, so we should Agreed. definitely talk about Sugar Mountain. We haven't done any CSNY, so I don't think we should start doing it now. That'll, okay. be, for the, that'll be our third That could be Patreon a different episode. thing, yeah. After um, the Back to the
4: Future 2 and then the Rush episode. But, I mean, if
1: you think we can do Fork in the Road and Sugar Mountain Live, then let's do that. If you know what?
3: Not- hey, youngsters, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you're a true youngster right you really want a patreon let us know uh via facebook or somehow and then we'll we'll legit we'll just fucking start one with we'll record a fucking back to the future 2 episode fine
1: yes we'll get mike (laughs) shoe to watch back to the future 2 and yes with nails we'll record a commentary hey
3: Hey, daryl where they're going they don't need roads
2: Mike does Just it. rails. <laughs> that's, why, <laughs> that's
3: why three is my favorite Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike doesn't get that
1: he doesn't get that one either. No, no, I, I didn't um, see any I, of those. Come on, so Jules and Vern. Come I've on. Heard,
3: I've heard, so I've heard not so, not, I've heard Fork in the Road is not that good. So I think if we do Sugar yeah, Mountain yeah. and Fork, I think it'll be kind of. Okay. I think it'll be good. All right. So yeah,
4: that'll yeah, I think be. We we'll,
1: can we'll get through that.
2: That'll be up next. Uh, Make sure you uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, also at Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram. And we are always posting on the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit. Please go to our website, com. There's merchandise available there. Yes, Um, And also uh, you can listen to all the episodes if you missed any or uh you want to keep up on them that's a great place to uh listen to them also so longmayouyoung.com. we appreciate you listening we're part of the pantheon podcast network
3: yep i miss you guys this is uh even though this album was rough for three weeks this was fun
2: the, yeah, uh, I miss you. I miss seeing your face because literally you're in darkness. Yeah, we, haven't just... been, we haven't been able to see your face for like the last thirty minutes, okay. so it's kind of creepy. Well, he, just Luke, don't... just just play some Simon and Garfunkel, man. You look like Donald Glover <laughs> in the video for can... that fucking song. I forget what it's called. You just, <laughs> I can't. It's just like sparkly things around your head.
4: All right, well. And you anyway, look like you have
2: a gold tooth.
3: Anyway, I probably whatever. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to go eat some food because I haven't eaten anything and I've literally just been drinking and.
1: Figured, get in you're a wake, gonna feel it you're gonna, feel it, too, man. You're gonna feel it too too yes I probably will
3: but anyway Chrome Dreams 2 thank fucking god we're done with this album in my own Luke Condon personal opinion and uh listen next next time for uh Fork in the Road and Sugar Mountain whatever the fuck we talk about it's Neil Young we love him we hate him we don't hate him we love him
1: fucking Neil man. Wow. Jesus Christ. Good job. You're really doing a great job. Shut the (laughs) the
2: fucking (laughs) mic off. Shut the mic off. All right. I'll see you guys. Bye guys.
4: Thanks.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house. The happy family. The money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat?
5: Were they shot? Were they shot?
0: Would you kill?
4: Yes. My mom and dad. My
0: mom and dad. From Airship